Get ready for the Pinnacles, supported by Tap Touch. Five spectacular Saturdays at Ascot Racecourse. Expect epic entertainment, fabulous fashion, and heart racing action. This Saturday is Crown Perth Winter Bottom Stakes Day, featuring our glamorous fashion on the field event. Come and feel the rush. Tickets from $25. Visit perthracing.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambling Help on 1800 858 858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And welcome to episode 171 of the One One. This is your Perth Racing Podcast. I'm BJ Ryan, and joining me, as always, the optimistic one himself, the smiling, jovial, jolly Perth Racing Guru, Terry Layden. G'day, Terry. Good morning, BJ. Always smiling, jovial, and always optimistic. <laughs> of course. Mm. Even uh, especially after Saturday. Mm. We've got a guest with us today, too. We got it's the it's the trifecta, Bernard. Terence and Tobias. Toby Dunn. Hello, punters. It is me. I, <laughs> I'm also feeling very optimistic today after a, after a lovely win in an AJ Scahill Cup. Is it, was it the AJ Scahill? AJ yeah, Scahill Cup. AJ. You should know that, Terry. Come on. It was uh, en, route to a, uh, en route to a Perth Cup. So Congratulations. Terry, of course. En route to a, a Kingston Town first. En route to a, Are we going to Kingston Town? Are you? I don't know. Oh, oh, there was, there was chatter of a Kingston yeah, Town after the, the win. I think it might be the more. Well, what a, what a man to speak to. Is there any chance we can get him on the blower today, BJ? We will be talking to Luke LK Fernie very soon airborne in fact Luke mm. Fernie but congratulations Terry for those who don't know he is a and I find it hard to believe that they don't Terry is a part owner doesn't of, chat about it enough <laughs> part owner of Be Optimistic and he's also featured heavily in the new Perth Racing commercial celebrating say, yeah. Perth uh, celebrating be Optimistic's win in the Scahill Cup. But uh, that was just a taste test for what was to come uh, on Railway Stakes Day. Toby, it was a good day to be a Parnham. It was a fantastic day to be a Parnham. And might I say, I've never cheered so hard for a losing result as I did watching Bustler kick away from Al Safina. I was, I was standing down on the fence with Pete. We'd, we'd both had a good result on, on Zip Away and the Guineas prior. You know, he's just a good horse. I've always thought he was a good horse, but Bustler the same. And we were both down there just yelling, go Steve. And I have so much respect and admiration for Steve. He's such a great form student. I think that really uh, adds to the way that he rides. Good run, uh, good ride to have the horse from two or three. Where was it? Two or yeah, three. Yeah, got into in three, three wide, wide no cover. Um, off and cover, going. Sorry. Yeah, it was just a just a, a cracking piece of riding, and uh, it's year after year. He rides well in the big the, ones. The same yeah. with his ride on Zipway and the Guineas to not lob where he wanted, but just make the most of the hand he was dealt. Yeah, yeah. Just I, to go um, to the breeze and own it. No, I, I, he's a horse that gets a bit above himself in the mount yard, and that's just him. I, I thought when he got to the breeze. Uh, without the cover, I, I thought he'd over race, but he sort of travelled just well enough within himself. And and Steve, Steve had the confidence in him. So we won't get too far ahead of ourselves, Toby. But I'll ask you while we're on it: Do you think the three-year-olds will be competitive in a Kingston Town with the with the big weight swings, or is this a, a level of three-year-old that perhaps? Well, let's let's forget Zaki for a moment. You'd suggest Zaki's best form if travelling across and happy and blah blah blah. Very hard to beat, but just the three-year-olds. If you were Steve right now, uh, very simple question: Would you ride Bustler or Zipway? Well, I don't. I don't think Bustler should even go to the Kingston Town and, and, and not say it was not, going to a Kingston Town. Oh, you pick Zipway one hundred percent. Normally, sorry, yes, but I. I um I just I don't see 
I think Bustler with 59 kilos at weight for age, I just think you'll be better placed into a gold rush and it means you can split them up. Yeah. So I think that's what they'll end up doing too. But uh, I think you'd be a bit of cackle around that. Josefina's going to the goal rush as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I heard Pikey talk about changing tactics, and I was thinking, well, does that mean you try and be a little bit more aggressive early and find a spot closer to them? Josefina's a really nice horse, but I think she's that's just what she is. She's she's a really nice horse. Like yeah, just maybe um, not quite up to that level. Which and I, I thought oh, she was she's, like, she's run second. That's what I'm so not saying. But yeah, I'd, just you know, I. I Expected with the shades on the way that Grant and Alana have been with the shades in for so many years mm. now that when she peered off Bustler's back, no disrespect to Bustler at all, but I I expected her to go straight past yeah. with the run she got. I think Bustler rose to another level though. I agree. Like I agree. if you look at all the figures, it was a very fast railway. They've gone hard early, middle, and late, and he was able to sustain it all the way to the line. Uh, and Elsafina's probably gone career best as well as she can. And Bustle was just too good on the day. A couple of hard luckers in there. Oof, Old tricks. Oof. I reckon the rail was a little off. Toby, what'd you have? Uh, I just thought it was a little bit of a query. Maybe I'm yeah, just maybe maybe a, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Screen, but I thought the rail wasn't the best spot. So to see tricks of the trade held up on the fence and run fourth. And fourth, yeah. And fourth, uh, yeah. and and obviously the run of, of Dom to shoot was just they were just. I think too there was even another one. Mojo rhythms. Mojo, yes, Mojo rhythm. I thought that I still yes. thought it was a really good ride though. Like I yeah. think if Mojo tries to circle him like yeah. his usual racing pattern, he's not going to finish fifth. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah he was held up, but I, I think Mojo finished in his highest position he could have. If that makes sense, he went, he went enormous, his, his and that's a massive and job by Mitch Pateman to go from winning a class three yeah. sort of April time to now running fifth that's in a group a one and winning yeah. a group three the week before. I think that's a, a big job by him and a testament to him as a trainer. I think yeah. he's a, one of the up-and-comers. Absolutely. Ascot-based, Mitchie Pateman doing a tremendous job. So it was a Stephen and Neville Parnham double, Guineas Railway, incredible stuff, and playing God, the incredible local stallion. Just keeps delivering. Um, year after year. Churns out the good horses, though, and... Jeez, I wonder what his service fee goes up to on the back oh, of that. Unbelievable stuff. And, of course, Neville never shies away from putting his hand up for one at the sales. He he stocks up year in, year out with the uh, with the playing gods and it's paid pay dividends here. I mean, um, the Guineas victory, of course, zip away, heads to the, the 1800 or the Northerly. A lot of good men who was excellent in defeat. Mm. He goes to a Northerly as well if he can get a run. I think he's borderline. I think it depends how many horses choose to go gold, gold rush. rush over the... Because uh, Tuvalu, I heard Lindsay Smith on the radio this morning, Tuvalu might end up peeling back to a gold rush as well. Okay. Uh, okay. He sort of hasn't made up his mind what he's doing there. So a lot of good men, the way that he finished off, that was a credible performance. And Super Smink just found the mile a bit beyond her and... Saturday, she'll come back to a uh, to a gold rush with 52 kilos. I reckon now 40. that Neville's had his day, it's time for Huckle to have his day. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a lot of good men. I, and I reckon Paul Huckle would appreciate uh, a, a big result. And, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's due. He's mm. certainly due. I'll but, tell you what I'd love to see from Zipaway. I think he's capable of doing it. I don't think they would bother if he won a Northerly, but if he were to be competitive, I'd love to see him go to a Van Heemst. 2100 yeah. wait for age. Not many of the three-year-olds tend to kick on and go no, one further. No, because most of them, yeah. You also, yeah, I think they're up. looking after prized assets as well. You push on, then you, you sort of cook the horse. If, if it was a cult, you definitely rep. wouldn't. Mm. You know, if you won at Kingston Town, it would be good to see. Yeah. It would be good to see, but because the autumn rolls around so quickly, they run out of time to, yeah. to get them up for a, yeah. for a derby. Oh, and, I can't and, wait uh, to see those type of races. But yeah, good batch, good batch of three-year-olds. So their test will come rolling into the. The gold rush and the and first of all the northerly in the 
in the coming weeks. And of course, we've got two three-year-olds lining up in the Winterbottom Stakes Ascot on Saturday, which we will preview soon. But great day of racing. Uh, how's your How's your general railway experience uh, on course, Tope? Uh, look, I thought the the turnout was probably as good as could be expected with the circumstances. The heat. Yeah, the yeah. heat and the latest start and the yeah chopping and changing of everything. But it was a by railway time. It was a pretty Guinea's time. It was a pretty good crowd. There was lots of people. Um, look, it's there's not really anything anyone can do at the moment. Racing crowds are just down. You know, like Melbourne Cup Day was really quiet for what I'd expect, and and Placid Arc Day was incredibly quiet, yeah. which is, and I, I worry a bit for Winterbottom Day because Winterbottom, you know, it's just the week after week after week, yeah. but. I'll hold out hope that some of those punters who may not have come on railway day may back up a week later. I definitely think the heat. Just I know I know I left quite a few tickets at the gate for different people, and very few of them mm. lobbed because of the they did the heat. When, yeah, the, but and, it, and the people it actually who, ended up quite pleasant. It did. The people didn't have to be here who or who weren't like firmly committed. They had an easy out with the thirty nine degrees. Jeez, I had a good day. I was just, I was just, I was just excited all day. Yeah. I was just, as you probably saw, BJ. Mm. I was just over racing, and I was just excited and great day. Yeah, the only thing I would like to see a review of, like just criticising so much. Listen, <laughs> listen up. Is I was on course, and William Pike gets the split on Starry Heights. I'm on the steps watching the race. The crowd goes nuts. Pikey. Team Williams have the, ridden a winner. The crowd on the big days the, do. The crowd are The great man. And then everyone's waiting for Pikey to come back in. Pikey, Pikey. And, of course, they go straight to the back parade ring and all the atmosphere is sucked out of the race course. And, and for mine, I think we need to review the heat policy in regards to the back parade ring. Uh, I don't know if there's any real science I think we should that. at least bring the winners back into yep. the mountain. Yeah, everyone else go, go back shore, yep, yep, and look after that. But the winners, I think, on the, on the big days... Yep. Anyway, at least people want to, especially like you say with Pike. It's just that atmosphere. People, yeah. And you, you, yeah, and I, I honestly, I think, I think the horses are used to parading, coming down the track in the mounting yard. Why don't we just shorten the parade ring route? Yeah, in the parade ring, straight on the course, do one lap, jockeys up, out for the preliminary. I mean, they were they were milling behind the gates for for. Uh, plenty of time in the earlier races anyway so I think uh, I think we can come up with a strategy where everyone gets the full race day experience uh, in the mounting yard and then coming back to scale without uh, with and and they could be out in the sun for the same amount of time that they currently are that would be, was my only negative and and they waited until after the two-year-old the crystal slipper states race four before they flipped back uh, I think they could have flipped back a little bit earlier with the temperature on course, but at the same time, I think it's just something to look at, especially on the big days because people, the, uh, the on-course experience just gets robbed without, when we're not allowed to cheer on our heroes when they come back to scale. Yeah, I couldn't Good. agree with, more with that. And actually, I forgot I had one other uh, little personal grievance, yeah. and this is there was nothing that could, be, that could be done about it on this occasion, but I just thought it was a little bit embarrassing to have a railway meeting run at rail six. And again, I know there's nothing that could be done about it, but... You know, it's our nah, big day. Nah, just, nah, nah. I'm fine with that. Run on the best part of the track. I don't okay. care if it's run at 15. Just run on the best part of the track. Make sure we run it. So I get that, but uh, I, get the, I think yeah. you've got to be bold as a curator. And if, if a part of the track's not right, just say it's not right. We're going to run where it is right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, in an absolutely. Idea, Nothing can be done about it. No worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just, where where yeah. are we usually railway? Right? Three. True. True or three. True or three. Yeah, it, yeah. We've, got, we've got used to three because true's been a bit of a nuisance pad. But yeah, just race where's best. So anyway, yeah. let's We're, move on. Cool. Very good. All right. Well, the man of the moment, Luke Fernie, he'll be saddling up Ripcord 
in the Winterbottom Stakes this Saturday. He, of course, uh, won the Placid Art Stakes two weeks ago and the AJ Scahill Cup for Terry and his friends last Saturday. So we couldn't ask Terry for... Terry and his friends. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I think many of those are. Can we take the uh, S off of friends? Yeah, yeah, I, I only saw one, but I did see <laughs> right. plenty of movement. For Terry and his acquaintances. Um, yeah, so we <laughs> couldn't... You own a chookie. <laughs> we couldn't ask for a more informed person. How much is it for 1% to be optimistic bond. at the moment, Terry, in this, <laughs> in this current economy, in our, in our cost of living crisis? Yeah, Let's take much. a break. When we come back, it's LK Luke Fernie. Okay, let's bring him in. It's the man of the moment, the very much in form, airborne, Luke Fernie. G'day, Luke. Hello, boys. How are we going? V- very good, mate. Hello, boys. Very good. Uh, okay, um, Terry here. How, how are you going well? That's good. Team's going well. <laughs> I didn't have any prepared questions here. This is usually taught, BJ. I've, I've chimed in at the wrong time. How are we feeling? How's life, mate? Yeah, it's good. Trying to put in some crayfish at this current point of time. It's not Jeez. really exciting, but... Um, yeah, but Cowboy doesn't really know what he's doing when he's trying to catch some crayfish. <laughs> Whereabouts are you? Where, where can we find you at the moment, Luke? Well, you'll probably find me at the bottom of the ocean in about <laughs> half an hour. I think you can going the way they're going. But, uh, yeah, me, me and Dion are having a crack at trying to catch some crayfish. LK370. Dion and Luke, yeah. they're catching crays on a, on a Thursday and they'll be crossing swords on a Saturday. You've got the, the two three-year-olds. Uh, facing off against each other in the winter bottom stakes, of course, Ripcord and uh, and Dion's horse there, Oscar's Fortune. Luke, you must be so pumped with how the stable is going at the moment. You won the Placid Arc two weeks ago. You won the AJ Scale Cup for our man, the Guru, last Saturday. The team's up and about. Yeah, yeah, they're all they all seem to be going really good. We had a real flat spot through winter, and uh, that was pretty tough to get through. And now we've got some new. Team, team members and everything seems to be fine the way that it's going so hopefully it doesn't stop where it's at and we keep elevating and, and improving because, how long uh, I see that your dad's been been floating around Ascot recently how long's uh, how long's your dad been in town because uh, of course his team's humming at the moment as well play that funky music and uh, and, and the rest of the squad there they're all just flying for Pete yeah, yeah he come down three weeks after the Cal season finished and uh, yeah, he's floating about now. Just he has four in work here, and yeah, just giving him something to do. And they're all seeming to go really well at the moment as well. So hopefully that keeps going in the same direction. Mate, it's a 1.5 million dollar Group One race this Saturday. Give us, uh, give us the inside running here. What's your, what's your honest view on, uh, on the race and Ripcord and the gate, and how do you expect the race at? Sorry, and man, and man crush, of course. Yes. Yeah, well, it's obviously an exciting race. They're going to go fast. Um, I'm hoping that they go really fast for, for Ripcord's sake and I hope that Man Crush can, can find a good spot. It's obviously an unknown to how he's going to go against the the good horses, but, yeah, we're going to have a crack some, at some stage. So I can't see why Saturday's not the right time to do it. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I'm fascinated to see how the three-year-olds go against the older horses, Luke. It's a, it's a race that I think people are going to have strong opinions on or have no opinion on. But, uh, yeah, I think it'll uh, it'll tell us a story about the future potentially of three-year-olds uh, in the winter bottom stakes. Hey, Luke, I messaged you the other day before a horse called Rissoles ran and I, I gave you a quote. Um, what do you call these, love? And you didn't know what I was talking about. So you haven't seen the castle. Is that correct? No, uh, no, I haven't. I probably have in small doses, but just haven't taken much interest in it. I'm more of a um, 
More of a sportsman, mate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's more of a, he's more he's, of a cray he's fisherman, this bloke. <laughs> he's a cray fisherman, yeah. yeah he's he's, he's, he's a biggest catch kind of guy, this uh, LK. Yeah, he always yeah, is. <laughs> David Attenborough sort of stuff. Yeah, David Attenborough. <laughs> Christ. Hey, uh, what's the what's the next place uh, for Be Optimistic after a win on uh, Saturday? Uh, we'll go to the Northerly next week, which will be very exciting. Oh, we actually go on the Northerly? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to be with you for seven days. And <laughs> Can we get Terry during the game? Really had a, are you, are you, yeah, no, it's exciting. You? I haven't told anybody. Um, I've told everybody in the horse, but you. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is Clint riding? Uh, yeah, he is. Yep. Oh. Jeez, this is exciting. How's this, little stable, how's this little stable report going out to you now? Mate, this is, this is something, isn't it? I'll what tell the, you what. off the press. I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm excited. And then straight into, oh, geez, it'll be hard to win the, the only problem is it'll be hard to win the Perth Cup with 60 kilos after she wins a group one though. But we can worry about that in well, time, you get can't 60, we? You get 61 after yeah. truly great. I don't care if she gets 112 kilos, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if she, she wins a, if she wins yeah. a northerly, it doesn't matter. Don't care hey, look, I, I bumped into you during the depths of winter. Uh, at Belmont Park, and I uh, had a quick chat. Um, you were just, yeah, you were just sort of ticking along at the time. But I asked you what your best horse in the stable was, and you said at the time, Ripcord, and you had plans of potentially taking him to Melbourne for the spring. And obviously, you knew, he was a good two-year-old, really good two-year-old, and he knew he was a he was a smart horse. But to have eyes on races like the Coolmore down the Flemington Strait. Um, mid-year, like, can you just tell us what it, what it is about this horse that he shows you at home that you can identify him as a real top liner? I think the best way I explain it when, where everybody can see his stride when he strode out in the Placid Arc mm. is what you see when he's working at home and he just has it under control so easy when he's striding and you can see him lengthen when you really ask him to and that's what we see at home, that's what we didn't see his first three starts back which was the disappointing side of things but behind the scenes he just shows that he's a proper animal so what what did you what do you put down the the growth in his performance his preparation is it more just ex- race day experience is it tactics is it just uh just he's just getting more mature as he's deeper into his preparation i think it's a mixture of both maturity and racing because when you mix them together you, you're certainly learning a lot more about him and he's learned plenty himself doing it and I think riding him cold and letting him chase horses is it probably keeps his mind on the job job a little bit better than when he's rolling out in front and he can have a think about where he's putting his legs and what's behind him and I think that showed the other day when he, he hadn't lengthened the way that he did um, up until last start so I don't think we'll change them them tactics anytime soon but I dare say we'll be riding him a little bit colder than, than what he, uh, a little bit closer than, than what he was in the Placid Arc this week as well Okay, and touching on Man Crush, of course, he uh, he just got knocked off by Snowdome in, in the Prince of Wales when he was able to find the rail and lead. Missed the kick last start. Uh, any Was there any particular reason why he was slow away the other day? And, uh, uh, he was fractious you... in the gates. Right, okay. in the gates, yeah. And then he put his head down as the, as the gates opened, um, which is very uncharacteristic for him. He's really quiet normally and, and doesn't put a foot wrong. I think I probably just had him a little bit too fresh. Um, leading into the race, but uh, he'll be ready to jump, pounce, try and get to the top of it, see if we can get to the fence. Um, if not, then Michael's just going to have to give him a good ride and see, see where we end up. 
Very good. All right, well, good, good luck in, in the big run. Of course, you've got three runners that we just want to quickly touch on in the Serenus Lestia Classic. Terry mentioned, mentioned one of those before, Rissoles, but the impressive last start winner, Storm Chaser, and Dreamers Never Die. You've got Pike on Storm Chaser. is in the market at the it's, moment. Okay, the market's got uh, – <coughs> excuse me. The market's got a fair bit between these. I think it's about 4 bucks. Storm Chaser, 40 bucks. Dreamers Never Die, and 100 bucks. Rissoles. Do you agree with the separation in the market of your three runners? Uh, behind the scenes, I can tell you that there's not that much difference between all three of them. I think all three of them are very smart. And, uh, Rissoles is obviously that price because she hasn't won a race, but she couldn't have been any more impressive when she had her first up run. Um, uh, Bunbury's obviously not a very good place if you want to be chasing them from behind at the moment. And Her last 600 was really slick, and I think going up to 1,400, although she hasn't been there, it's, it's going to be pretty exciting to watch her on. On Saturday, and Storm Chaser was in the same sort of boat, slow out and, and done everything wrong. And actually, all three of them, yeah, they're all sitting back in the middle of no man's land uh, at Bunbury, and things just, yeah, never eventuated. They weren't on to run on as, as good as what they would at another track, I don't think. So you're just declaring results at 100 to 1, basically. So I, t- <laughs> I tuned out there, mate. That's what I thought you basically just said. <laughs> Yeah, just fill your boots. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. And that's you've been doing plenty of that lately, Luke. So, mate, we won't keep you up. Go catch some craze. Um, it's been a, been a tremendous to see your resurgence this spring. And, of course, we've got Group 1 Racing this Saturday. You and the Guru Group 1 Racing next Saturday. It's all happening. Um, and best of luck for the rest of the carnival. Yeah, if I don't make it back today, oh, Terry, you're in charge of getting the horse to the races. <laughs> go, go, go! Pick her up, put her in your backyard, and, and make sure she gets to the race. That's what I can say. I'm not. Yeah, I'm still. I'm still scared of horses, so that's a worry. So um, I'm cheering for your safe return, Luke. <laughs> all right, boys. All the best. All the best, See you, mate. See you, mate. Looking for a hot tip? Membership at Perth Racing is your best bet of the day. Five days of the pinnacles, Perth Cup Day, Quokka Day, exclusive access, can't go wrong. So, you know what to do, get in the queue, perthracing.com.au. Okay, it's time to partner with Perth Racing and preview Winterbottom Stakes Day, day three of the Pinnacles Racing Carnival, Terry. And don't forget BJ. Like I never do every week to say this, to stay tuned for info <laughs> on how you can enter the Market City Meets. Get out stakes. S. That's Market T- City. E A K S. That's Correct. Market City, by the way, based in Bannister Road, which you're going to tell us about shortly. Yeah. Uh, and we will have the Mastermind on this week, the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition. Uh, we have Chrissy Parnham and the Mundaring Hotel man himself, the, the home of Yonga Lass. <laughs> <laughs> in Butchie O'Connor um, <laughs> later on. So I'm looking forward to that with a Toby Dunn uh, run and inspired mastermind. BJ. Toby, our, our uh, resident quiz master here. Yes. Taking over. one one. BJ, Terry and Toby, and we're about to launch into Winterbottom Stakes Day. First cab off the rank is our Witten's Track Report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, Water wisely with Wittens. What's the uh, Rally eight meters? Nice warm day, Terry. Thoughts on track pattern? 
Uh, reasonable southwest is in the afternoon, 27 degrees. Last time we raced at 10, which is an eight, but it's close. Uh, it was actually an off-speed day, that midweek day on Melbourne Cup Day, I think it was. It was Melbourne yes. Cup Day, climb on yes. top down the centre. So, um, oh, Melbourne does. Cup Day always seems to 10? find a way it to does, be run on. Doesn't yeah. it? Last every years. single week. Uh, every single year, sorry. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to play fair, if not even, maybe even suit those with a bit of cover, Toby. Uh, well, I, yeah, there's not a lot of data at the eight metres, but I was talking to Pete last night and he said he was leaning towards fence being the place to oh. be, but wants to monitor. Just as ultimate Got zag. Ultimate yeah. zag. Didn't want to hear that. Didn't we, want to hear We should have got Pistol on just to give a little track yeah. report. Well, yeah. I was thinking about it. We didn't get Pistol to do the uh, Challenger last no. week. That's the only reason we ask him on. <laughs> I didn't hear a word he said besides that. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm allowing for a fair deck. Pistol is the lane man. So. Willing to be proven otherwise. Yeah. yeah, he's the Michael Lane. Do you know what the good lane is at Bunbury, by the way? He's also a murderer. What's the good lane at Bunbury? Closer to the speed, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not easy to make ground there. He's also a plant murderer, Pete. He is. Yeah, Fran. Wow. R.I.P. R.I.P. Fran. Oh, I think she you will be missed. was natural causes, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be jungle mist, yeah. No. Oh, jungle mist. Race one is the Amelia Park. This is race one of ten. Big day. Mm. It's the Amelia Park handicap. Of course, this race was race one at Ascot last Saturday, but it got shunted to this week because of the heat policy and they at the, elected at the to quarter to past seven in the morning on that Saturday. I believe I heard a big sigh of relief. I'm not sure who it would have been from. <laughs> from the Tab Touch Studios. <laughs> yes. Perhaps orders. Uh, so the only I real, stand with Brad. The only real change here is that the weights have gone up a kilo. So Playhouse Patron had fifty had fifty nine last week. Uh, he has 60 this week and so on and so forth. So 55 minimum compared to the 54 last week. So this is a 2100 meter, 65 plus ratings race and uh, basically the same field as last Saturday and the current market elect as was last Saturday is number three, Diamond Scene, William Pike, Donna Riordan in the famous Cerise and White. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because the, the race has been moved a week. It's 50 cents longer. Burnbrae's not in it. So you're taking away one of the major competitors. I guess God's Garden replaces it to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been money for God's Garden overnight. Yeah, there has so. been. I think it's gone super, so I can understand that. But uh, look, I, I don't want to bet into this race because these horses were all set for a week ago. They're stayers. Oh, BJ, it just feels sticky. And now um, Pikey's going to end up somewhere near the back of a heaps of moolah. Does mm-hmm. that take him into the race? Does that stop on him? Uh, if that stops on him, done with the blues and playoffs, Patron are going to are going to have the momentum to go past him. If Pikey doesn't get stopped on, he, he probably wins. So um, I'm happy to stay out here. But, um, yeah, I think 280 diamond scenes a fair price. No value elsewhere? No. Toad. Bang on. Done God, with the blues. God's really Garden like elects to come here over a Pinjara 50-plus, by the way. So it nominated for that. But That's it right. hasn't accepted. So their intention is to come here and try the hand on a Saturday after a, a dominant win Deserve last it. time. It's going. It should have won It is going super. Oh, prep. Oh, oh, two I starts wouldn't ago come was, to this point yet. Was, I'd try uh, and pinch the extra. I don't want to talk about it. That was one of the worst days. I was waiting for that. That was one of the worst days I've ever had in the punt. And I reckon Geordie, if he had his time again, would look back at that and go, why didn't I just go? If I had my time again. I wouldn't do it all the same. Yeah, that wasn't great from Geordie. That was that was hard to watch. But, Yeah. Time, no, I think uh, I think Playhouse Patron's flying, gets a senior on. I, I, Jordan Rolfe is going absolutely gangbusters with Tony Spirit. Ascot probably doesn't quite suit it. Diamond Scene, agree with you. It, I think at the 480 you could be on, but at the 280, if, if a couple of things stopping it. I loved the first up win of I Love Your Smile. I loved I it. 
I, did, I don't get that. Everyone's talking. Oh, the time was you seen Buckeye oh. Bullet. It, can't, it couldn't go. It couldn't lift its. It was it was fives to tens, and it fast, couldn't lift its legs. And I fast. know that because I backed it. So speed. I love your smile. And they, they have on. adapted and tuned up with a troll on Monday. Yeah, I love your smile. Uh, you one in it. I just don't get how it's in the field. I think it's a really nice yeah. horse. Well, I think it's a really nice horse. Spells a million wrong. <laughs> Bar plates go on as well. I'm going to be opinionated. That is that. a small issue. Yeah. If I, uh, I'm really impressed with the way God's Garden's progressing. I know the horse comes in under the minimum weight, but only just under. I guess Chris Parnham on. Uh, yeah, like I, if double figures would just about get me God's Garden, I reckon. Yep. I can see that. Yeah. I think, yeah, my, my is obvious, from, but from one, I'm going to try. My and, worry from yeah. 12 yeah. for God's Garden it's was going to be it's behind. Going to be with, or with yeah. Done With The Blues. And if you give me them both coming together at the 300 wide, I've got Done With The Blues winning mm. that easily. That's my concern, but mate, I don't want to talk anyone out of God's Garden because it's going super. It's going super, yeah. Yeah, very good. Tough way to start the uh, the yeah. 10 race uh, Winter Bottom Stakes Day program. Yeah, through to the keeper. Yeah, and um, yeah, some. Some shrewd, some shrewd suggestions there from the Perth Racing Guru. Race two, the Schweppes handicap. This is a 66 plus over the 1500 meters. Current market elect, younger lass. Of course, we'll be talking to the man himself, the man who owned and bred this, owns and bred this particular mare in Butchie O'Connor. Like doesn't it? Yeah, he's mm. uh, very um, after displaced his wife, Joe. Yeah. Mm. So this horse was triple nommed on Saturday in the Jungle Mist in the 1,400 metre grad, uh, Jungle Dawn rather, the 1,400 metre grad and the 1,500 metre 66 plus, and this is the way they've gone. Well, my take on the way they went, I reckon they would have wanted to go, and I reckon Butchie, you'd know more than me, mm. Rage, being mates with Butchie. Uh, not that we're not friends, actually. I really distanced myself. <laughs> record, didn't I? Um, yeah. My feel is that Pikey opted to ride Duchess of Gossip over Younger Lass in the feature race, and I reckon they wanted to stick with Pikey, and thus they've gone this way. So I think that, first of all, is a really good push for Duchess, which we'll get to yep. race seven or eight later on. Um, but that's, I think, the reason they've gone this way, despite the worst barrier and the fact that she obviously is worth a lot more if she can grab some black type. Yeah. Where did she draw? So drew four in the Jungle Dawn and nine, I believe, at weights. Out of? There's plenty in the 1400 meter graduation. I know it's less money, but he's drawn the better gate. I don't know. Maybe maybe it just shows the confidence that they think they can still win from the wide gate. I think so, and the market's confident as well. 2.15, Brad Bet at the moment. Um, That's the longest price around as well. Is that right? Mm. After the money for it the other day, I'm overly surprised. Yeah, Yeah, I I feel as though a win here and she'll go to the mile. Which is the interesting then if Duchess of Gossip. Would would Duchess of Gossip go to a mile, do you think? Why, if she won well on Saturday, like I certainly hope she does, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. Test her at the mile. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so unless this, she goes to a gold rush, this or will something. be a bit of an asset, another acid test, acid test for younger lass. Of course, went from uh, a comfortable northern class three, I think, victory there to mm-hmm. to winning on a sad day. Got the late split, burst through, Pike at his very very best. Uh, and she then, traded six eighty into the turn. Is that right? So a couple of hundred at six eighty didn't didn't take it. I, Thought she was probably going to struggle, but knocked off uh, countless sessions. It's in this race as well. Um, any point of difference runner here for you, Terry? Uh, I think there's a few. Like 
Yongalas is the best horse here. I don't, I don't really have any issues with that. But you, yeah, do you want to take even money about a horse that's going to be in that position again? If, if you're going to bet Yongalas, just do what Toby said and look at a, look at a price on the turn. <laughs> like seriously, it's going to be better than two bucks, isn't well, it? Yeah, much it's better. Going to be, back count the sessions. What are they the going place? to do from twelve? They're going to have to snag, snag aren't they? Yeah. So count the sessions. Um, the place is a bigger price, and he was. Not as impressive, but probably looks like you can fill a placing again. Yeah, well, I think count the sessions as your winner, just about. So my, my feel is there's six, seven, eight horses in this, Toby, that'll all snag. There's a lot of yeah. really quiet ridden horses in this. They're going to go back with Starry Night is my presumption. I don't think they'll go forward again. Um, and I think count the sessions, if you look at its best win, uh, her. His. His, yeah, that was my second guess. Uh, if you look at his uh, <laughs> out, of, out of how many? <laughs> last prep, uh, he actually um, landed in the 1-1. One, one. And I know since he's gone to Holly Taylor, who's done a serious job with this horse, who used to be a tearaway leader for Roy Rogers. Absolutely. Um, yeah, since it's gone to Holly, it's been a, it's just been a different horse. So, But it also did show a little bit of gate speed that day to be able to land in 1-1. So from the good gate, I reckon uh, they won't use it early, but they'll allow it to be there in a race that's really lacking that secondary speed. Yeah, I think now that they've got him jumping again, they're very happy. Like they don't need to. They know that they we don't, don't need have to, to ride. Be last. We yeah. don't have to be anywhere. We can use a gate. We can land in a if spot. You, but they, you, they're if not he misses it, we can win from last. Yep. But we, yeah, exactly right. I so. thought you would have been. Um, Felt like this was a bit of a he's gold type. I'm getting of situation. if you if you, mm. if, you let, if you let me finish. <laughs> Is that right? I hate when people bloody. I thought that you wanted to be short, Time. sharp, and concise. Yes. So what I happened, just assumed what happened that to short, sharp, and well, this concise. This is one of the, one of the. I told you there was five races. I was happy to talk about. Right. So anyway, count the sessions each way. I think say uh, a good bet, as Toby just alluded to as well. Like it on speed map. Think Yonga's a better horse, but horses for courses. Uh, and I'm going to have just purely. Um, because I have to. I'm going to have 10 cents on He's Gold. Um, I think they've gone 12 to 15. I'll be having 20 cents on Holy Ghost. Okay. Oh, dearie me. It was a good run last week uh, in a strong yeah, race. It's going to have to come. But the, the thing with this it race. It just is, runs good races, yeah, doesn't it? Am I going to try and beat Younger Last with another horse that's going to settle next to it in That's the run. Right. Yeah, That's how am I going to beat it? So yep. my way of trying to beat it was beating a horse in the one one that can be off and going, like it's win last prep, or uh, he's goal to be a tiny bet for me. It'll be I think it's I think we'll see better than the twenty to one. Um, I just want to see this horse leading. As soon as I see it fail leading, I'll stop backing it. <laughs> that's all I want. So I think the reason they've gone up to fifteen hundred is to lead. Um, yeah, happy to have two cents on. And noteworthy the other one that's over the odds, looking around at thirteen fourteen dollars, but. Mm. Um, wasn't suited back to the 1200 last start. So they're the three over my odds, but count the sessions each way if I had to pick one. Okay. Uh, I didn't mind the run of Thoroughgood the other day coming out of a good form race. The um, play that funky music and the Peter's horse, what was that horse? Celebrity uh, Prince. Celebrity Prince, rather. They ran first and a th- a second in that race, and they ran first and third last Saturday. Thoroughgood. Celebrity Prince got up for second, didn't he? I think he beat Lenience in the end last week. Yeah. Third. Third, wasn't it? Didn't he? I think uh, he ran second, but yeah. I'm trying to make myself feel to be better because I, I thought I he was care, home at the top of the race. I couldn't care less because I absolutely launched it. Yeah, I would have liked him launched, to win. Launched Celebrity Prince yes, last week. Right. Absolutely. Anyway, I just thought Thorough, Thorough with a man of the moment. Stevie P on board. Gate two. Might be able to settle a touch closer. I uh, love the way he hit the line the other day. Could provide a bit of bit of each way value. But uh, younger last two, short to bet. Uh, but if conditions are suitable on the day, I'd love to see her win again for Butchie, which she can more than do that. Um, Thoroughgood and like what you said about Noteworthy, they're the two just out, a shade outside the market who I think um, present a bit of value for me. Tobes, any last thought on race two? Uh, count the sessions for me. I don't, I don't bet each way, but looks a good each way price. I'll just be having something to, to get younger last beat. Okay. Uh, expect her to beat me. Very good. Race three is the, what is it, Terry? 
Uh, presuming, I haven't got the race in it's front of me. I'm presuming it's the sharp handicap. No, you, <laughs> or the key you clean. Got, you got the wrong one. 50, 50 50 wrong. Yeah. It's, it's actually the quay clean it's the handicap. Quite, it's something I either struggle to pronounce or, <laughs> well, that's most of them actually. Could be the free the entry quite, to Ascot. It's not the, the drumming handicap, golf handicap. Uh, entry. The quay, quay clean handicap. Uh, great stuff. Uh, the we'll graduate- just spell it K-E-Y and then we wouldn't have any issues, would we? Tell you what, lost me old house key last week when I came to the races, found it in time. So thank you to everyone that helped look for my garage remote and house key. Might have been when I had LK and a suplex above my head after the race. Yeah. Spent half the week at the chiropractor. Oh. <laughs> uh, the key clean handicap. You go now, on the wrestling? Speaking now, of suplexes, mm-hmm. you go on the wrestling, WWE? Not really my jam wrestling, but I love your enthusiasm for it though. Yeah, well, you get me high. When I was a young man, you yeah, know, 40, yeah. 50 years ago, no, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Loved a bit of uh, mankind. Sock off. We'll speak about sock off later. <laughs> might have been actually, uh, might have inspired that name. Anyway, sorry. Quay clean, key clean. Thousand meters, graduation, race three of the day. Uh, plenty of speed, few sticky draws. There's a bit happening here. I might leave this one to the export, Tobias. Looks like a bit of a mess to me. I couldn't Oof. quite get a handle on the map. Sort of, there's a few that'll want to be there, but might not have the speed to hold up from the lower draws, and it, it sort of makes it hard for me to bet into the race with with confidence. I think there's a three wide line, definitely, and yeah. I th- could be a six wide yeah. line. Just one. If Hang Glider can get into the whichever is the widest line with some cover, he, he probably looks hard to beat. But you're not really getting a price to. Find out, I don't think. 3.30 at the moment with Bradley Bet. Tree Trudy. Mm-hmm. I was, I was just a little bit longer. The, the two that came up sort of over what I thought were were Double Spice, uh, who I he'd need to lead to be winning this, and and Baalbeck, who was – ran them off their legs the other day. I thought Baalbeck was good. And Fernie, Farron. I one yesterday to give it a little Frankie Danky as well. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Not sure I'll ever going to say Frankie Danky again. But, uh, yeah, Bowlback's going super ever since he got that from Simon Miller. Improving a lot of horses, um, Peter is. Yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't we should even... have a can of Coke to see who will be leading at the 600. Oh, geez. I, who I'd, you got? Uh, I'll go with Tobes purely on barrier that Double Spice can maybe kick up. But so many – the funny thing doesn't... I found about this race is so many of these are 1,200-meter horses that yeah. are racing at 1,000. So I didn't even price this race. That's how little a hand I could get on it. Hang Glider has to be favorite. But, geez, $3.30 about a horse is going to need luck over 1,000. Like the best horse in this race, I believe, is Divine Belief, and it's the horse I want to follow going forward. But I can't get it any better than 3D. But if mm. they try and find cover, I think it's an inferior horse. So um, It'll the, need Baalbeck to get across – for it to be breathing. Which is not That's outside best. the realms of possibility. That's its best hope, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just a tough, tough, tough race. Forced forced to select one at the current prices, it would be divine belief on what I think its ceiling is, or her ceiling is. But, um, yeah, no, I didn't even price the race. I just couldn't get a, a grip on this one. Yeah, yeah. There's a, val- there's, there's a roughie in there, BJ, yeah. but I just couldn't find it. The uh, For me, Hang Glider is easily the best horse in this race. I reckon he's going to be a real top liner in, in uh, 2024. Were you offended when I said Divine Belief is no, the best horse in this race? You, know, oh, you looked offended. Do you know that, you we, do you know that we have a very small share in the uh, full sister to Divine Belief? I dreamed a song no, story. No, plays with magic, it's oh, called. So, yeah, the, the better this goes, the better for us in a way. But uh, I, I thought Hang Glider was awesome first up. Now, you just missed that run last week because of the – 
the, the carryover for that race that got abandoned two weeks ago, it meant that a few horses got squeezed out of the 66 plus last Saturday. Did so he not get a start? He didn't get a run. That's right. Yeah, they could yeah. have run two versions of the race, yeah. really, couldn't they? Yeah, he didn't even get close. I, so. I don't know if you know, but we actually didn't have time for all the races that were on the cards. That's cunts. a good point, actually. <laughs> He didn't, actually, he didn't even get close to a start. The one yeah. thing I'll give you with that, and I agree, but How many McGrady's acceptors were in that race when they called final acceptances? Were there six? Must have been 16 plus four, eh? Or wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, as in, that still wanted to get oh, into that. Oh, yeah. Four. It was like 35 or something. Yeah, it was yeah. a big yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. With Hang Glider... And the progression. The only thing I'll say with his last run, he gave that a 10 out of 10. It was great. So I think he's a horse with room though. Yeah, the horse that ran second. Well, but the thing is he might go back and look for runs again. You don't know how it's going to yeah. eventuate from 14. Yep. So the horse that ran second was 100 to 1 and 3 deep the trip. So it's a really questionable form reference as well. A little strawberry ran third or fourth and it ran last at its next outing. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not... I'm not discounting it. It's more just it makes it easier for me not to take three dollars thirty about the horse that looks most obvious to win it. Absolutely. And like, does there look is there a horse that you think people will be piling into? It just seems no. hard, doesn't it? So there it was some money hard. for like a home James on the yep. fact it's a three year old, but I don't think home James is anything super, but it, it can win this. Uh, I, thought was, I thought it was a nice enough horse, but I just don't think it's going that good. Yeah, no, it hasn't come back. A lot of two year olds don't come back, and when they don't come back, I don't back them until they do come back. Uh, but yeah, no, absolutely no idea. I think Divine Belief, if we're searching for one. Yeah. Tough race, hang glider for me. Tobe? Uh, I agree with Terry. I think there's not much between Divine Belief and Hang Glider, but at the prices, I the only bet I'll have is sort of double double spice, hoping it can hold up if if this price holds up. But yeah, that's stretching. All right, race four is the Drum and Golf Handicap, eighteen hundred meters, ratings seventy two plus. Another good contest. Uh, Desenea, Michael Poy, Jordan Rolfe uh, got over the top of Mount Nash last start. Those two horses line up again here and Holy Enchantment. Got over the top of Mount Nash um, as well. So Mount Nash runner up its last two in similar races to Mount to Holy Enchantment and Desenea. And those three kind of had the market between them with uh, Demolish. And um, yeah, there's a there's quite a few putting up their hands here as genuine chances. But um, speed through Mount Nash, bit of bad wolf, but it could be the day that Kerman Rock decides to set a clip in front. What do you think? <sighs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know if Kerman Rock, it's more of a muster to get there, but geez, that's a fly on the ornament. I hadn't really mm. considered that. But uh, look, to be honest, this is another race. I think this is a this is the type of race I love to bet in usually because I think it's got a semi-obvious speed map. Um, but uh, Mountain Ash, for me, I know it was unlucky last start at the mile. If this was over a mile, it'd be my bet at six bucks. But at 1,800, it got beaten by Strike now, who I think wouldn't be competitive in this race. So I think Mountain Ash might peak out at a mile. Um, or perhaps it just needed one extra run to be fit enough for the 1,800. Who knows? Destiny Breeze is so hard to win from the Breeze um, at the 1,800. Awkward start from a wide gate. But in saying that, it's Breeze twice his prep um, and beaten Yongalas, who had its back one day. So that's pretty good form reference. Mm. Um, and Yongalas loomed up to that day and it just went into another gear and really yeah found, exactly I right i found it interesting the earmuffs going yeah, I was just about I, i'm normally a big too. fan of sort of with the not naughty horses that i like the earmuffs in the trials i think it you know hides them a little bit sometimes mm. i just thought it was strange they go on a race but I, I trust jordan because everything he's doing at the moment is is working he's doing a fantastic job as michael poise said in his interview fantastic job with a small team mm. yeah 100 percent. and uh there's no reason it can't win again the fact it gets in at the 54 shows it's tremendous placement with going through the grades here as well so um <clears throat> i think the market's pretty right demolish is ready to win one up to the 1800 but what does stevie do does he try and go forward i, I think there's a no, big I chance he's don't caught i think deep. they'll ever go forward 
again. I thought it was a fantastic opportunity for them to go forward the other day. It jumped and then he restrained. I, I think they're they're tired of him getting to the and it, and he got to the sort of got to the front first up and peaked a bit. He just sort of waits a bit. I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think he, I think they'll go back for for sure. I think if they go forward, they're going to get caught deep. And uh, yeah, Bad Wolf looks the the match runner, but uh, surely it's not going to give Destiny a six and Mount Nash seven kilos and and, and beat them home. Yeah. You wouldn't think, but uh, it's the only one over my current price, so quite race for me. Any love for Megami? Mar thirty five days between runs yeah. after pulling up lame, um, and that form reference, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if this was normality, just a continuous campaign, 100%. This yeah. is a perfect setup for it. But, uh, yeah, very hard for me off that little break, and it's only 10 bucks. So. And I, I prefer and we get in to- smaller fields, miss the kick and then tack on. So if she misses the kick, yeah. she's going to be last in a, in a 12. If these two leaders turn up to, and run their peak runs, I don't think anything is getting either of them just about. No, um, I was very – I'm well, fairly keen, Destin. I just think there's just such a high ceiling. I, I, yep. And he's jumping the bar every start and, and Jordan's flying. So at 390, I'm, I'm happy to – that's what I'm seeing at the moment. I'm happy to have a bet at that price. I thought Holden Chapman was excellent the other day off a, off a break. Uh, his Re- poor form – the odd stayer first up to second. I don't know. Uh, the, uh, but the, I, through his sort of dodgy form, he kind of slipped down the ratings a bit. Like he ended up in the mini- on the minimum of that race and he's a better horse than that. And just to see him really stretch out and lengthen again, because uh, I, I thought it was great to see him a, really stretch. Well, out. I didn't I like it. I didn't like it. Yards I really enjoyed flying at the moment. SJ Miller yards yeah, going good. I thought it was, it was a good, terrific performance. Going to yeah, get going to get a lovely run, probably following Desenaya, maybe. Um, probably Gareth Halls. Yeah, Gareth Hall, the great man. Um, so I think he's going to be hard to beat, Brad and uh, Steve, but. Uh, highlight for this particular race is we get our first look at the GOAT, Damien Oliver, back from suspension, riding at Ascot on Saturday's riding Not classic road. manning the shot this week. No, no. But, uh, yeah, they had the GOAT uh, signing autographs and signing merch there last Saturday in the 40-degree heat before the first. <laughs> I'm sure he <laughs> appreciated good, that. Good preparation to get his weight down for this week, I'm yeah. sure. And uh, the GOAT, actually, at the Carbine Club function last Friday, the, he, Damien Oliver, of course, he... Uh, awarded the Damien Beckett Award to Austin Gallardi. Mm. And Gal- Austin Gallardi is riding E always for Raquel Reed up to the 1800 metres after a fast finishing performance in the Carbine Club. Isn't it season. fantastic to see Austin getting rides on a sad day? Yeah, I, find, I found that whole business with him not being able to ride on a sad day as an apprentice odd. And then, yeah, and then he loses his claim because he's out of time to yeah. thing it and he just gets to ride on I know Sundays it was a now. It's a very unique set of circumstances. But the fact he didn't get that chance to, to use his three kilos as an apprentice was was a big shame. But uh, I think you said earlier, Terry, that he's got four rides on Saturday. Yeah, four different trainers. I've, I've, I've a lot of time for Ozzy. I'm really glad he's riding on Saturdays. And um, I think tactically he's not a top liner, but just in regards to how horses go for him, it's, and it's a real skill set you probably can't teach at times. Um, horses love him. Like, he he can sit him. deep on yeah. some horses that would run last and he can have them in the finish. And yeah, Horses really go for him, and that's a, that's a he, skill set. And he's not whip happy either, Ozzy Gallardi. Nah. He's, he's hands and heels. Very uh, Ian Healy-like, yeah, Brad yeah. Rewilla-like, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah, actually. Getting the butt up in the air. Yeah, yeah Brad Rewilla, a bit of, um, bit of Stevie Arnold about yeah. him as well, so style-wise. So if he just sticks at it, 
yeah, and just keeps grinding, um, keeps his weight in check. I think Aussie's going to ride. It's a bit like Brad, a few Brad Golf as well, actually. Brad McManus, really, real Ian Healy like. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I heard that. You should he, get Chad Warner does a tremendous um, Brad McManus golfing impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> I heard Brad gets very frustrated off you because you don't hit driver off tee. Is that right? No, Brad. Brad just gets frustrated because I beat him by time <laughs> without I mean. having to use the driver <laughs> off yeah, tee. Yeah, Brad. Yeah, he can. He reckons, yeah. you're, he reckons you're compared to the to your life as a professional punter. Your life on the golf course, golf course is very conservative. Is that right? Ah, uh, well, yeah. I'll choose not to comment on that one. I'm going to take it out and go. I'm going to take it out in the golf course. I think. Next time we have a round. Uh, all right, let's take a break because uh, it's Mastermind time. Mundaring Hotel W Racing Mastermind. Toby, of course, he won five straight uh, a while back, and he, him, and Jay Rooney, they sit atop. The, uh, the champions of champions for our mastermind competition. And uh, he's going to be our quiz master for today. So after our break, we'll have Chris Parnham defending his title against the man himself, the publican up and there at the Mundaring Inn, Butchie O'Connor. Fear not, punters. If, if Chris is AWOL again, I haven't pre- uh, briefed BJ and Terry on the questions. We'll be pitting them head to head should Chris mm. be AWOL once more. Ooh, stay that'd, tuned. That'll be a whitewash. <laughs> Ah, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. That is correct, Terry. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located up in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get an opportunity, drop in and see the publican himself, Mr. Younger Lass, Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day. Let him know that you listen to the 1 1 and have a good chat to our man up there at the Mundaring. While we're, uh, while we're talking about Butchie, he just happens to be our challenger. For today's episode, uh, big breeding buff and quite a good on his racing tribute is our man Butch. And he's also got one of the uh, short price favourites of the day out there at Ascot on Saturday. So let's have a quick chat to him. Ian, Butchie, O'Connor, you there, mate? I certainly am. How are you, BJ? Very good, very good. Thanks, of course, for uh, all your support of the 1-1 over the journey and uh, jumping back in for our our spring-summer edition series, so we appreciate that. Uh, but first question, younger lass, uh, how, how, yeah. the, how the nerves leading into Saturday? Just wins or what? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you could ever say the nerves are ideal when I go to the races. Um, yeah, look. Just happy to be there, boys. Just happy to be there. Uh, I hope the I hope the experts are right. Um, but she's done not a lot wrong, so let's hope she can keep up, keep it up. Did you think at the 200, 200, 250 meter mark uh, last start that you were uh, brown bread, or did you give yourself a chance still? I could still see that half run <laughs> until I lost there behind the big hill. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was definitely. Uh, I wouldn't say I was 100% confident at the 150. That's for sure. Now, in the post race, in the post race, Grant Williams uh, said that you were a nervous wreck before the race, and he also began st- uh, to tell the story about the first time that you two met, and then he pulled up because I gather it wasn't worthy for <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't worthy for public consumption. But um, but uh, anyway, uh, Puff and the team they've got they've got the horse flying for you, Butch, and that's fantastic. Just quickly, uh, we've we've have mentioned I've mentioned this a couple of times, but just give us a little bit of a background on. Uh, just your, the younger lass story in regards to the mayor, give the signal and uh, and how you came up with the the name younger lass. Uh, yeah, well, it's a bit of a long story, but give the signal was uh, a mayor that Todd Harvey bought over in Sydney or Melbourne uh, for one of his bigger owners at the time, uh, Jeff McGlynn, 
she wasn't much good, uh, but she was extremely well-bred. So the bloke ended up giving her away to Robbie, and I ended up going a house with him in the breeding uh, with the mare. And after two or three foals, <laughs> we sort of, people started to lose interest, so to speak. Um, and then younger lasses come along. Uh, I won a couple of races early on. Um, but obviously after Robbie passed away, uh, that one being the last one that we bred together, uh, you know, Robbie's first winner as a jockey was Younger Lad, so we thought we'd we'd name the horse after him. And there's the Younger Lad, Very which good. means uh, so I think Eastern Grey Kangaroo. Is that right? <laughs> in, 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 in uh, well, she's got the, the kangaroo ears. Uh, yeah, in Aboriginal, I think. Yeah, very good, very good. Younger lass, mm. awesome stuff, man. And uh, yeah, yeah, plenty of people will be cheering for you again on Saturday. Now, the carryover champion, the mastermind, we couldn't raise him last Thursday, but he's back. Sleeping. He had a sleep in, but he's back this week to defend That's his awful. crown. That was a <laughs> Chris Parnham, Chris Parnham, welcome back, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Mate, uh, just quickly, last Saturday, what an amazing day for the family. Your brother, your older brother Stevie, and of course your dad Neville, and just the entire Parnham clan. What an accomplishment! Guineas Railway Stakes double. Yeah, it certainly was. Um, great day for Steve and, and and Dad, obviously. So, oh, it's a bit different for me because I'm sort of competing, so you don't probably get to enjoy it being on the other side of the fence, but. Um, we had good celebrations Saturday night and everything was, no, it was great effort by them all. Tremendous stuff. I noticed uh, Never was a late scratching from Bunbury because he did mention going in one of his interviews, but I, I didn't see him there, so. He was there. Okay, he must have just been, <laughs> must have been behind the scenes <laughs> hiding away. <laughs> thought he might have overindulged, no. did you, Toby? <laughs> thought, I thought he might have. He was, I thought he, he was be, hiding in the bar. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad everyone enjoyed themselves. A great, great day for a, a great family. Now, uh, Chris and Butcher, you blokes have, have uh, you both know how to play this game. Your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. Toby Dunn, who is on Mount Rushmore, uh, is one of the the gladiators of the Mundaring Hotel Mastermind okay. competition. He is our quiz master, guest quiz master for today, but first of all, I'll ask Terry to take it away. Let's go. Oh, isn't Toby going to bring us in? Go for it, Toby. As a Peter Antoner's follower, I, I know what I'm doing a here. protege. Very good. Challenger, are you ready? That's okay, you, Butchie. <laughs> yeah, I think I am. Oh, right, uh, yes, um, yes. Fantastic. Right, you're, you're one nil down early, Butchie. That's not a good start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mastermind, are you ready? Yes. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Who am I? I'm a five-year-old who, in my career so far, has won six races and a touch over 360k in prize money, and I am only on my way up. Despite being unplaced on my debut, at start number two, I was able to fill a placing in a feature race at a big price. It took me more than a year after this placing to break my maiden status, though, doing so when perhaps placed a little better into a gelatin maiden with some dodgy camera work. However, by the end of that prep, my trainer's assessment of my ability was more justified as I achieved my first bit of black type placing in a Belmont Oaks. But it is in my current preparation that I've really reached new heights. Who is that? Did someone chime in? Nah. 
not me. I thought I heard it. And on my way to a Perth Cup tilt, I was able to win my trainer's hometown cup for the first time. Two jockeys have won on me, with the most successful of those being Holly Watson. And I am what Terry... Chris. Chris. Oh, Jadavi. <laughs> no. Though. Incorrect, sorry. I just love your Jadavi's name. Yes. No. It is good. Butch, you have the floor. You can, you can listen Hang to on, the was, Sorry, was, was the hometown Jilton? No, you don't get the you don't get the hometown. It was just it was just Oh you don't get to yeah. it was my trainer's home, hometown cup and I'm what was said to Terry before last week's podcast. Harrow something. Any more? No, that's all I've nah, got. No idea. <laughs> I am no idea. Be optimistic. <laughs> oh. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Terry's horse, be optimistic. It was the who am I for today? Neil, um, Neil. Next question. Next question. My neighbour's Really? Who's that? Oh, LK. Okay. Yeah, LK. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Live on the same street. Probably should have got that one. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, next question. Neil, Neil. Five of the last six Winterbottom stakes have been won from the second half of the field. Name the last leader to claim our iconic sprint. Chris. Chris. Oh. Hey, Doc. Mm. Ding, ding. Yeah, Correct. Got it. <laughs> incredible. Quite incredible how much of a back market race it is. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Before that, there was plenty of, you know, you had buffering twice, barricade, uh, right. takedown mm. one from Swung around. But Chris is correct. Hey, Doc, all the way for uh, Tony McAvoy. Toby. Name the former 1,400-metre Ascot track record holder who won back-to-back Jungle Dawn Classics. What's that, Chris? Butch. That's it. But who was – hang on. <laughs> I think Wait. Chris answered. Yeah, I think yeah, Chris, Chris answered. But Butch, Butch was in first. Oh, is this yeah. conjecture? Yeah. Oh, no. Butch, sorry, Butch was in first. Oh. Did well, you know it, Butch? We're going to go with an I honesty didn't even know system. Yeah, he did. No, Butch was definitely in first. Uh, we're going to no, go with an honesty system. Butch, were you, was that was that going to be your answer? Oh, well, I thought I was in first. <laughs> was that going to be your well, answer? I can tell you the time: one twenty nine zero. Bremond Hale and Broom Time. That's right. The, the, the joint yeah. forty hundred meter record holders One all topes. Name the only track at which Saturday's Jungle Dawn Classic favourite, Duchess of Gossip, has run unplaced in her career so far. Butch. Butch. Uh, Ascot. Chris. For the steal. Northern. Tell the story, Guru. I remember we all had a bit of a launch on debut. We'd liked the trials, went to Kalgoorlie. Uh, what happened? Buck jump? Missed the kick? Bucked out the gates. Yeah, for, bucked out the gates and we all did Simone our tried to Tried to get our money on Still Duchess and Gossip into Kalgoorlie Maiden at about six, seven bucks. So Kalgoorlie was the, uh, was the answer there. Tope, so it's still one all. Winterbottom Stakes favourite Overpass won the inaugural running of the Quokka earlier this year. Name the Winterbottom Acceptor who finished closest to him in that race. Chris. 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 What, Dad? You should know that. He wrote it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point, actually. Very good uh, about that when 2-1 to CP, yes. And uh, speaking of the quokka, 
Three of last week's railway runners featured in that race also. Name two of them. Chris. 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 Uh, and Tricks of the Train. Oh, too good. <laughs> too sharp. Butchie, you were up against it today, weren't you? Oh. I hadn't even had a time to what? compute the question before I heard Chris's name. I reckon, I reckon Chris, oh, has no. the, Chris has got the blinkers on today, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he's oh, had yeah. the blinkers on the yeah. last couple of weeks. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, not last week. Well, yeah, not last week. No, he had one the week in the last week. Very bad. Tremendous <laughs> effort, though, Butchie. Yeah, good I loved stuff. how you yeah, gave I the time. I, I personally wanted to give you three points for that question, which would have been the wipeout, but BJ overruled me, unfortunately. If had the from last week, I should be just about equal. Yeah, exactly. Is that how badly you need the voucher to the hotel? (laughs) Butch, hey, mate, thank you so much for giving up your time. I know you're busy up there at the Mundaring, out of the big deck. Uh, And thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll see you trackside, Younger Lass, on Saturday. And Chris, back-to-back mastermind winners, mate. You're on your way to Mount Rushmore. Hopefully we can get you back on board next Thursday. Thanks for that. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Chris is our... He's our carryover champion once again, Terry and Tobes. Very yeah. sharp display. Mm, yeah. The shades definitely yeah. went on this yeah. week. He, he worked with them on the Tuesday yep. and he yep. was spot on for this. He, yep. won't, he won't be losing any time soon. That's my call. Well, yeah. What is this I, week? I get the feeling. Is that two in a row? This, this is the well, time. Tobe, I reckon it's Toby's number five. If he gets to five, he might need some stiff competition. He's got to get past Vulcan. Yeah. Yeah, you can be number five, but yeah, he looks ominous at the moment. Yeah, I wonder if anyone wants to put their hand up to. Try and take him down. Yeah, we'll, we'll, find we'll throw one out Steve there. We'll, on the line. We'll, we'll throw it out there. Throw the lure out there. See if we can get any nibbles. But uh, very impressive display, Chris Parnham, uh, and he is uh, that, another one hundred dollar gift voucher to the Mundaring is heading his way. Let's take a break, and we'll uh, keep rolling through the back half of Winterbottom Stakes Day. We're back with race five, the Tab Touch Regional Championship Final, hundred thousand dollars, the road to Ascot. We've had heats at Kalgoorlie. Geraldton and Albany. The horses come out of that heat. The first five are guaranteed to start. They come into the final and it's been dominated recently by the great Southern. Steve Wolf won it and then Roy Rogers has won the last two. He's gone for a three-peat, our man Trigger. And of course, he teamed up with Damien Oliver to win it with Mr. Causeway last year. And he's gone again, God's moment, Damien Oliver, Roy Rogers, $26 pop this Saturday for back-to-back. Probably because uh, Albany's the ongoing season at the moment, isn't it? Obviously, Geraldton's going as well. I just think the level of horses at Geraldton's probably lower um, than it is in the other two jurisdictions. But, uh, yeah, fascinating race. Always always real keen to um, to do this race uh, a little bit deeper uh, than some of the others and trying to put the form together and trying to work out a speed map. And uh, I'll tell you what, the money for Mungo. Mungo. Mungo, Jerry, uh, who has come across from uh, the east started in a class two at Kalgoorlie and won uh, the heat under a hold under Lisa Staple. It was very impressive and understandably it was always going to be favourite. But um, I think the big thing that I've taken into account with the way I'm going to go in this race is who's proven it at, at travelling their horses to town and, and there's a real skill set involved in that. We've seen horses like Star Author as be flying, flying, flying. It just never sort of reproduces that same run. Significant hero never reproduces uh, that same run as well as they're going when they come up for these sort of finals. So um, I'm backing the horse as much as I'm backing the trainer here and I, I'm happy to have something each way on Love Drunk Baby. Um, the margins with Mungo Jerry are obviously 
quite pronounced, but it was snagged on both occasions um, at its last two, and it's a far better horse closer to the speed. I, we're going to see fifteen dollars each way type thing. There's a little weight swing with Mungo Jerry, and uh, I, I dare say the horse might have even been stationed here potentially with Pete doing a lot of the work and mm. Luke's stable recently as well. So because um, it's twenty eight days between runs for all the Kalgoorlie horses, yes. so I imagine that horse has probably been up here. Yeah, yeah, that that's my thought process. So I, I just think we can chase a bit of value. I mean, Mungo Jerry I'm, is, is my favourite. I'm about three dollars fifty, but that price, any price, I guess, is is long gone um, in that sense. So just happy having a little speck. And as I said, I'm, I'm backing Love Drunk Baby, and I think I'm really backing Peter Fooney here, to mm. be honest with you. So something small each way, Tubbs. Yeah, it's a race that is generally quite tricky because you have sort of one third of the field coming from each region. And I, I, gen- I generally find myself opposed to the Albany horses despite their good record. I don't, I don't know, it's just something, uh, and I'm no different this year, but I, I normally seem to find myself Team Geraldton and this year I'm I'm definitely Team Cal. I sort of, I really like the way Mungo Jerry's going. The barrier's a little bit sticky, probably can still get across to the spot and you have to respect Pike. Definitely no price anymore. I'm a big fan of high pressure as a horse. Barrier again looks a bit sticky. I, I'm, I'm with Terrier. I think I think Love Drunk Baby, if it can lead, which it probably looks like it can in a race like this, definitely goes a lot better leading. Well, yeah, we'll get that map advantage again. I, on I it. love it to lead. I can't have it leading though. I think just naturally speed wise, high pressure, uh, BJ's looks, uh, Mungo Jerry, I think them coming across from outside it. It can must. It, it, it doesn't can, always jump that good, it but can, it musters. But I, I think if it tries to get in a war with those three, yeah, you're probably better off trouble. I, up to I think it's a better horse leading. Definitely, I agree with you. In or out? Uh, it's in. I just don't know if it'll muster that quickly with the weight. That's is yeah. it? Because it's. I thought it was in today. Uh, it's probably backing out. Just, yeah, that actually wouldn't well, surprise me. Um, yeah, so I, I would love to see the horse leading. If I had the horse leading, I probably would have marked it even shorter, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, my feel is that they'll let the speed from outside it go. I think um, you have to de- – they'll definitely assess yeah, it, I suppose. Sticky Fox is racing at Albany today as well. So that might come out. It might. Nah, it go, might. The two, go the go two. The go, go, go the spin. Go on, Roy. So Kalgoorlie was your area. Yes, this is my chosen form area this, this mm-hmm. year. I like significant heroes. A horse always seems to do its best work fresh and just gets sort of lower and lower performances seemingly after that. The Albany format. I get that they can be targeted this, but just so early in their preps, I prefer the, not necessarily the, the cow horses if they've had long, long preps, but like, like a Mungo Jerry looks the perfect prep for this sort of a race. Fifth up, pike really been just getting better and better with each run, but the barrier's a bit sticky and the price isn't there anymore. I was sort of hoping for 460, 480 early, knowing it would start shorter, but didn't really want to take too much shorter than that. I thought I really liked the run of Elite Fighter in the Albany Heat. No, uh, if, it could, if it could jump, it yeah. would be in the immoral here. It's missed the kick at five its last I was, I was just it, it I was surprised. So I surprised the Bradley, um, the purple, six bucks. I thought... I thought it'd be longer. Uh, when oh I no, it's it, money. Yeah, money's money. calm. Right, yeah, right. Man. And you know what? Understandable. It's the eye catcher. It's the one. Like I was like, I will find a late fight. And I was like, oh, you keep this because it was kid. interesting. Because Craig Morrison, because the colours were so similar, he he thought that it was Cable Boy that 
missed the kick, but it was actually elite fl- elite yeah, fighter. Right. Yeah. You know what, Cable Boy has in its favour. Um, a lot of these obviously travel to town rarely, blah, blah, blah. Cable Boy's two from five at Ascot. Mm. So being able to travel here, and again, it's in the same boat as, as my selection. Was that not Peter when Fernie. it was trained by Adam? It's won one race for Steve. Uh, it has definitely won here for okay. Steve. Because I remember yeah. McGruddy wrote it. Oh, uh, yes. Platinum, yeah, one of the Western Platinum. Yep. So, um, yeah, I like that aspect. Um, and I think the speed, there'll be a three wide line, I suspect, in this race as well. So I think it could definitely win. But, uh, yeah, if they can get elite fighter out of the gate, yeah. be, but you can't allow for that after it's it's missing it 80% of the time. Mm. So. Might be an in-play job. Could so be an in-play. Well, be. then once it jumps, you're probably taking two. Yeah. No, <laughs> but see, that's the, you, you, way, get so. a, you get um, about a second before it goes to the in-play market. Where oh, you geez. can... You'll see that. This is why... Could be very, could be very quick. Is, Unless you're we'll a leave it to you, point, I think, mate. It's yeah, far too <laughs> sharp one of the It's one of the reasons I love going to the races when I want to when I want to edit what I've done in, in run. Like, uh, I had a good bet Rommel's got us a couple of weeks ago, went to Bunbury. I, re- I reckon she might have been Shinsora for her debut run when she missed it, but and that's why she missed it. But her two trials jumped brilliantly. But I just thought, oh, I just had a niggling feeling she might miss it. She missed it, laid half my stake back and... While I would have rather not have to do that, and I think she wins if she jumps, I didn't lose as much yeah. as I could. Yeah, there you go. That's too sharp for me, but yeah, respect. Yes, very much so. These young fellas these days, Guru, mm. they've got us. Uh, their got mobile us. phones, <laughs> their, their book face, and their, their Googles. Their uh, hot spots. Their top, their top tick. Uh, their automobiles. This, this, these kind of races are not, definitely not my forte, uh, listeners, but I will say that uh, I thought Elite Fighter was the run of the Great Southern Heat. A little bit short for my liking, and I thought looks did a lot of work. Looks did, super. Did a lot of took uh, absorbed a lot of pressure and still fought on well. If he can settle and relax, he's just very he's just unkind to himself. He's his own worst enemy. His looks. If Alan Kennedy can get him to relax a bit, if the speed's on, he can just doesn't have to make the race. Then looks can run can run a cheeky race. I remember things. backing him in a Barker maiden early in his career. Mm. I thought he was going to kill himself and, and potentially someone Oof. else. He's well, I, yeah, I think William Parker had him at Belmont his last run, last prep. And uh, yeah, I don't think he would. <laughs> probably more, I, I think, more, more of a reason bringing to up roll, to get think, the ride again. I think William said, uh, "Yeah, I don't think I'll be riding this." <laughs> yeah. he, gave, basket. he gave him a bit of a tough steer, but he's getting older, and uh, Alan Kennedy seems to get along well with him. He's got a lot of ability. He's just his own worst enemy. But yeah, definitely not my forte. Gun to, gun to my head, elite fighter. Yeah, love drunk baby each way and something solarized. That's five apprentices in a row. It goes to Clint. Just that's enough for me. Yeah, very good. Loves Clint. And, and the best section. of solarize is. Very good. 100%. Yeah. And the apprentices aren't going to get the best out of him, so we don't know if he's at his best. No, yeah. So we'll see 30 to 1. All right. Race six is the Furphy Handicap, 1,400-meter graduation. Uh, full field here, 16 plus one. We've got a late rider. Noble Knight is now Jade McNaught. The E1 is high boy yet to get a run. Yeah, this was uh, – I'd like to know what your starting point was here, Guru, from a market point of view. Can I uh, start with my starting point, yeah. please? Uh JD should go to the Class 3 Phillies and Mares that is on next week's Belmont program. That is my starting it point may, for this race. It may still. It may it's still. going well, though. It's absolutely flying. This just looks mm. a little bit too tough, I would yeah. think. Good horse from that point of view, though. Mm. There's plenty of uh, plenty of speed in this. I think that was the, the thing that stood out to me straight away, BJ, is that 
I'm a single girl who Brad actually went up favourite. I put that as one of my lays yesterday. Um, yeah, it's it's been tough in its wins at 1,200 metres, but stepping up to, to Ford, and I know its last run had a really good uh, figure from a yeah, down point of that view. That was so, so fast. That's but, very fast. fast. Yeah. Fast day. <clears throat> 1,200 to 1,400 on a, with a southwesterly. I'm... Jeez, I'm probably going to mark that type of horse 30 to 1, you know, most of the time. I'm pretty happy for it to lead and beat me and so be it. Uh, I think they'll ride trespassing with a sit. I think they'll come out looking with Mystic Jane, with Hibiscus Lad. I think here for checks will want to be near them after its success leading last prep. So long story short, I think there's plenty of speed in this. Mm. And I, I don't, and as Toby mentioned, I think JD will roll forward, whack and tank can go forward. So there's plenty of speed and, and none of it to me is speed that, especially with the southwesterly at what time of the race day is this, 2, 2.30, 3.20. So 3.20 in the Arvo. Um, I think it's a nice race for a backmarker and yeah, all my money just completely and utterly stood out to me. So um, runs at the start of this year, BJ, in January after a, a long break. Um, it got well back and ran on really. And I was held up one time the entirety. Of the, the other one ran third to Weapon Sun when Weapon Sun was absolutely flying. You put Weapon Sun in this race, it's even money type thing, you know. So um, I think all my money is going to be the forgotten horse here. Its trial was under a hold. It was a late first up run on that cold pad, which we spoke to um, Luke Fernie about earlier at Bunbury. It was super with the apprentice on. Um, yeah, this for me was just an easy horse to mark favourite. So um, Favourite? Yeah, definitely. Easily. Like easily favourite of this race. So he's got wings, my second favourite. Mm. Um, and San Fabrizio, the only other horse I've got under, I think, $15. What's your price here for checks? Uh, 20, 21. Okay. Yeah. Might be a little harsh. I thought Carberry gave it a really nice ride last start from an awkward alley. I, yeah, I, I am at the moment and, uh, probably sounds a bit harsh, but I, jockeys in and out of form, I, I punish pretty heavily. Same with stables in and out of form, which is probably even more of a reason that I, all my money getting it that short was, yep. um, cause the Durant's not really flying, but Paddy's probably, horses aren't probably going for him, um, at his, as well as they have in the past, I think. So until they start doing that, I tend to price them a little bit more, um, aggressively or defensively. How you look at it? Toby? I'm. Found it very hard to get a hold on this race just because I'm not sure what the speed does with with I'm a single gal going so quick. I, I was surprised she was able, she's able to run out strong 1200, so 1400. She hasn't said she can't do it yet, so you know there'd be more surprising things, but I think she's short enough. I, nice banging banging southwesterly by this stage yes, of the day that as could well. Be, could be interesting for us. Yeah. I just had alarm bells ringing. Sam Fabrizio was the only thing that stood out. Damien Oliver for there's a couple of Olivers in the ownership group. I imagine he's I the one that suggested it come over here. And I think there's oh, I don't know if there's a three wide line here just because of how fast they'll go. I think there has to be, but it may not be the place to be. I yeah, found it very hard to get around this. I thought Belgrano Bell was a couple of things I didn't. I thought Belgrano Bell was too short. I thought trespassing was too short, and I thought I'm a single gal was too short with the with the three things I thought. He does scream. Ollie's going to ride one on the day, you know. This, this is, is his mum's horse. I'm just looking at the ownership. flying. This is for his mum and his wife. I think we've heard a bit of a whisper wow. going on. <laughs> that, I think SJ's been telling people that it'll win today, San Fabrizio, before he saw the field, before he saw the map, before yeah, he saw anything. Yeah, and I think this is so. a weak enough race where you'd – Yeah, I'd, no I'd be surprised the runners, if the current – We're talking all these horses. Toby just mentioned quite like a few I like San Fabrizio. who are under the odds, I think. <laughs> If something has to firm, it's going to be San Fabrizio for sure. Fabrizio. Like, all my money will start longer than we, the The SP profile well. for it as well. It's like, wild. The money just comes stupidly. Into 290, first up, last prep, 360. Hey, this will be back with up. stolen money. Oh, it'll. This will be back with stolen money. Oh, it could early. start sub $3. Yeah. 
if there's, six, there's still some six dollars around, I'd be surprised if it starts anywhere near that. That's the way I was landing actually, Sam Fabrizio. Coming out of the younger last race, the trial was elite. Uh, was probably didn't get the galloping room at the right at the exact right time the other day. Comes back a peg in grey. Damien Oliver riding it for his family back in Perth. Uh, only riding for a few more few more sad days before he hangs them up for his old mate SJ Miller. This has just got Philip written all over it. <laughs> yeah, you can never bet on sentiment, but it just in that sense, it just has so much pointing in its oh. direction. So my coming into this, it was just each way all my money was my plan, but I'm I'm now leaning towards more. I think, and the more I speak to you, I'm, I'm considering sort of especially the way I've marked the race with three horses so aggressively at the head of it to back all my money, save he's got wings at about nine bucks and save San Fabrizio because I think I'd feel like a goose if I lost on it after these discussions. Very good. Anything further to add, Tobe? Uh, please scratch JD. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a fill next week already. Oh. Oh. There he is. Oh. <laughs> Uh, very good race seven. I'm, I'm, I'm like SJ Miller. I don't even need to see the field. Yeah, wins. It wins. All right. Witten's Irrigation and Design. They're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Race 7 is a tab touch. Sir Ernest Lestia Classic. Set weights and penalties for the three-year-olds over 1,400 metres. Always a good race, this. We've got horses coming out of a guineas, horses coming out of champion fillies coming up from a placid arc convergence of form lines we've also got horses coming out of bunbury maidens and bunbury class threes as well so bit happening here in the listeria how do we line line them up guru well, i spoke about this uh in my betfair preview um it's a bit like uh the aussies after the world cup there's a lot of post the grand finals have been run for most of these haven't they mm-hmm. so it's fascinating we always see um it's sort of like the old what's the 1400 meter race that used to be run after the winter bottom it used to be called the uh, hill scale yeah, yeah the old scale hill which is now being revamped to the gold rush but yeah. it was always a, a funny I remember the day the Celt won it just because oh. sort of if, if you target yourself at that race it's, it's a funny old race yeah. yeah rather than coming into that's it a, as an that's a fond memory or, the, the Celt yeah brother yeah you're up or down in trip um, but yeah I my market looks a bit bit different to this one I'm surprised Storm Chase is as short as it is it was a nice win but it wasn't uh, it was on the best part of the track and it got past Bay Z. it's a thousand oh, to fourteen hundred it's absolutely flying yeah, it's going fine. Thousands, thousand to fourteen hundred second up, though, isn't it? That's a. Uh, I only had a little freshen up, I think. I think yep. it was a couple of months, but um, yeah, it can it can win, but I can't get it near that price. Um, yeah, funny old race. Investment strategy should be able to lead this. I suspect. I think they'll ride playing games a bit more aggressively and try and get to definitely, the definitely uh, playing games. If you do a direct form comparison with it, it and Miss Rockjoy, it actually Miss Rockjoy had its back about three starts ago over twelve hundred. Well, that it? was a that was a walkathon. Yeah, but it left it standing there. I just don't um, think Mitch Rockjoy is the kind of horse that's going to out-sprint playing games from behind it off a slow tempo. Yeah, I thought I thought playing games is, uh, and that's no, wasn't too bad in the Placid. Uh, it, but it just didn't it was step. Huge. Didn't step. It was huge. Mm. I don't think it's a stepper. That's no. the thing. So that but investment nine might, strategy nine might help. Either. Nine might help step. Yeah, muster around mm. them. Miss um, Rockjoy would go to the 
breeze from the white. I, don't know. I didn't. Gonna go I wasn't. To once it drew eleven, Mr. Joy can beat me from there. Oh, absolutely! Final, but, but I think it might go to the breeze and sort of give that. Cover yeah, the it could do its fit. It's down in trip. That's an option for it as well. Um, yeah, I was just happy to take on the horses in the market. Uh, I've got investment strategy favourite at four thirty, but I don't feel good about that. And the five bucks won't get me. To be honest with you, I might it'll save. Get, get me. I might save it. Well, I, did, I did save it five. Our plate oh, is off. You stayed back off. Yeah. Well. I thought it went well enough with them on that yeah. I wasn't too perturbed about that. Yeah, Neville's um, generally pretty safe with them. Yeah. And they don't go backwards too far. Um, on patrol uh, was really unlucky last start. Mm-hmm. Oliver going on is definitely a horse that will garner some attention, I'm sure, and probably continue to drift. But uh, the one that's going to get me is, is horse number six, Brave Strike. Um, if you go back through its whole career, it's only a seven start career, but it's been awfully unlucky. Like it was deep, deep when it won its uh, maiden. Uh, it was against Bonnie Rock in a, in a two-year-old Saturday race. It ran second uh, in a sire's deep the trip, beat home investment strategy. It ran fourth in a Karakata when it was held up for half the straight and ripcord ran third. Um, this campaign, it's drawn 9-9-12. They had a setback on- Yeah, Mr. Run. What's the- Mr. Burgess Queen. Burgess Queen. Mr. Burgess Queen. It was then 1,200 to a mile from barrier 12. Ran the third quickest last two. Thought it found the line quite nicely. First time it draws a Gator campaign, I thought its last run against Augment in the Belgravia. I thought it was just as good as Augment. And Augment's going to go around three bucks. This is going to go around 20. So, um, yeah, I've, I've managed to get this to about six bucks. So I, I've, I'm pretty happy playing each way. Maybe place heavy, brave strike. It's a, it's a standout bet for me in the race. Mm. Stevie, oh, I, Stevie's got the hot hand. He sure does. He's the man in form. But I'm firmly with... Brother Brad, I'm, I'm a big fan of investment strategy as a horse. I've I backed him first up. I backed him second up, uh, along with Zipaway in both of those races. Um, I thought he was good the other day after after getting crossed. He, he got out with plenty of time, didn't lose much momentum, but I just think he's going to be a better horse rolling along out in front. I think he Definitely. gets to do that here. I like the backup for him. He's looks he's a tough sort of one pace kind of horse. I was I was three ten. Three ten, aggressive. Expecting, expecting all meant to be favourite in the market, but I was closer to five dollars her and and yep. sort of six fifty storm chaser. All right, so your Brad, your Steve, Terry. Oh, hello. Is mm-hmm. it is it time for Team it's Christopher? Time for Chris, generosity for me. Uh, the other day in the Champion Phillies, she they decided to use a gate and ride her uh, stalk basically trail the speed it was a genuine tempo she was coming out of slow tempo races and i think that just that just wiped her out late in the race and she wasn't able to show that burst of speed because uh of the fuel that she used early in middle i think from 10 ridden quietly tacking onto a three wide line if they're swooping on the day i think she's got a good serious turn of foot chris parnham on uh quite a ride back to 14 i think generosity is going to launch at him late I think what we've just done with this race is exactly what the general public will. It'll be extremely divided. Yeah. This is, uh, I don't think there's much between them. I'm going to be going um, wide in this leg. Make sure you take both of Luke's roughies, anyone that does a quaddy, and dreamers never die in Rissoles. They're both what do you call these, love? Probably better, they're probably both better than uh, 50 and 80, 90, 100 pops. So, um, yeah, both go in, but, uh, yeah, crack does, does Luke get his citizenship revoked for not having seen yeah, the he, castle? he reckons it's an age thing. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Tobes, you, you would have seen it, surely. No, I can't say that I have. Oh, there you go. It is. It's an age thing. Hey, you, you've seen but it. I'm a bit younger than Luke, 
How old's Luke? Luke, uh, Luke could be 30, wouldn't no, he? No, I don't think he's late 20s. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you, you sure? My apologies, Luke, for yeah. thinking you're yeah, aging, aging him. Aging him, yeah. All right. So it's uh, it's partner, partner, partner for us here. Trifecta. I'll call the trifecta. Throw, throw in results for the tries. Yeah. All right, very good. So a good competitive list here. Let's move on into the Feliz and Mare series here. It's the Jungle Dawn Classic, sponsored by Ascend Trophies. Uh Second leg of the series, 1,400 metres, set weights and penalties. Few real up-and-comers here, crossing swords. Again, Rusty Dreams, Am Glide and Duchess of Gossip. And Baby Paris is uh, sort of juries out a bit on her at the moment, the way that she's been jumping and performing. Uh, But the very best of her is outstanding. She can take it up to those particular three. But those three, Rusty Dreams, Anne McGlide and Duchess of Gossip seem to have the race between them, Topes. Yeah, they do. I I don't think Anne McGlide, not can't win. I think she's big unders though. She started $20 in that race the other day, got the world perfect run to win it, won well, um, but yeah, was absolutely blessed in run and now has to concede some small weight swings. Don't, don't let Lulu Chani hear you say those things. Um, so you get a clip. Oh, goodness me. It's, it's, it is his fellow Bunbury compatriot, Ross Price. <laughs> and, and she, look, she is flying and she's starting big prices every start, but she's not a big price this time, so she's not underrated. Therefore, she can't win. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. that that's not true. But uh, I'm firmly Duchess of Gossip. I thought she was enormous the other day from three back fence on a day where the rail was was what did Pete say? How many negative? How many lengths? One point four. One point four. I thought it was. A bit and more she's than that. she's shot up there. Um, her trial was good. I think she'll be better at fourteen. She can be naughty from the gates regularly. So this is another one where I'll be ready to crunch some back if need be. I, I took the early price knowing she – I thought she had to start. I just – I was sort of $2.50 and didn't expect to get on. I, I thought she'd start $1.90, the price she started the other day. Um, Rusty Dreams gets a lot better set up. No patch of grass to try and shy at this time. Helps baby para single figures. I, I can't get – I thought she was poor beyond the excuse of being wide last mm. start and, and 1400 with the 58 and a half looks a rich too far. The one thing will be interesting though is – does she sit mm. at the 1400 with that weight? Because the speed map, it's interesting. All the speed from the mist is gone. So she's a big chance of leading if she wants to, depending how quick Black Spirit goes. I think goes. Black Spirit will, will put a bit, I think they'll be keen to hand up. That could mean Rusty Dreams is 1 1 early, but then has to go to the breeze and it leaves Dutch as a gossip 1 1. I definitely, surely they're not going to be keen. Surely, like the, she does all of her best racing from the breeze. I'd be very surprised that if. They can lead. They wouldn't lead. I reckon. On who? Baby Paris. I think if you've got a horse underperforming, just they, go back to its strength. They should. Which they, is going but to the top if you get people the don't like doing that when their queries at the distance, and they just don't. Oh, they like being I'm, more. Con- I've got her about fifty to one anyway. Yeah. So. I was. I was very, very keen. Duchess of Gossip for me. If she does everything right, I, I think she wins this. Price for you, Terry. Duchess of Gossip. Uh, two forty. I think she's yeah. She's your most likely winner on the entire card. And Rusty Dreams is the only horse capable of beating her. I think um, Chris summed it up well after the race. Chris Parnham uh, when he said, "I think she's uh, going to be far better with cover," um, which we all agree with. She was she was good to stick on. So yeah, I, I probably on a day where I'm basically playing a lot of each way value. This is one race I'm happy to get a bit boring. I'd love to back Duchess and save Rusty Dreams, but do the prices allow that? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Can't send you money for anything. 
Duchess and Rusty Dreams. Yeah. Amber Glide will jump 10 bucks again. Yeah, um, I think it jumps longer. I think it's got to jump 14. Baby Paris. Yeah. Baby Paris has to jump 20, 26. Baby Paris will be out the door. Toby could... There's, it's not impossible Duchess of Gossip starts something silly. Oh, yet. I thought mm. she'd start. She yeah. started $2.40 the other day with a dodgy setup. Yeah. I just think she has to start short. It's not impossible. The one thing with, with your Duchess price is there could be that wild money Rusty Dreams as well. They're like, yep. Rusty Dreams deserve support. Well, I was, gonna, well, I was so. just about to say, if, if, the, if the real money comes for Duchess of Gossip, maybe Rusty Dreams might. 450 plus ish. I don't think she drifts. I think she yeah. just holds price while yeah. Rust, um, Duchess shortens. I think she can. She, I, I think she's as good as Duchess of Gossip. Um, I think I really like Rusty Dreams. That's what, I think yeah. that's the big thing we get to learn on Saturday yeah. as well. Yeah. I think it'll be good. good if, good if Rusty Dreams has to breeze and Duchess of Gossip's 1 1, I think no Duchess in, wins. There's no way in the world Rusty Dreams is. I think it might just get forced. If, yeah. I just think it might just get forced to. If Black Spirit crosses. Baby okay. Paris. What about a horse up? Would, would a horse up fine touch just roll forward and and be could do. potentially off, yeah. off the break? Yeah. Whether he wants to set it for the mile and this is sort of a stepping stone towards it. But no, you, I you, think if we positive with it, if we get Rusty Dreams in the one one and Duchess on its back, I think we get a good horse race. Yeah, mm. yeah, very true, very true. Um, yeah, so they they look like they're the two standouts here in in the Jungle Dawn. Um, second leg of the series. The third leg will be in two weeks, and it's the Star Starstruck Classic over the six. 1,600 metres. We'll see what emerges from this race into that. But uh, as far as the pod's concerned, it's Duchess versus Rusty Tours race here in the Jungle Dawn Classic. All right, gents, it's the big one. Race nine, the Crown Perth, Winterbottom Stakes, Group 1, $1.5 million. Standard weight for age here. We've got 16 plus the two emergencies. And the Quokka winner, Overpass, Bjorn Baker, Josh Parr, Overpass, they are back at the Ascot 1,200 metres. Uh, I think it was April 15 this year where they took out the inaugural quokka and they're back to win a Group 1 winter bottom stakes with this Sydney side. It hasn't raced since running unplaced in an Everest, but since the quokka has been placed in uh, a Doomin 10,000 um, and a feature race there, Look, it's the shorts. The shorts, yes, behind Private Ice and ran second to Giga Kick in the in the Doom and 10,000. So all the form is enormous and you can understand why he is the current market elect. Um, interesting runner, Savage to Excel, Will Savage all the way from the NT um, has floated this horse over for a crack at the uh, – was a Goodwood – Goodwood Sprint winner, Group 1 Goodwood winner in Adelaide two years ago uh, when trained by Tony McAvoy. Triple Missile, Damien Oliver and Lindsay Smith there. They've made the uh, trip across um, the Nullarbor as well, so there's more interstate flavour there, but he's originally a West Australian horse, of course. Triple Missile, two three-year-olds in Ripcord and Oscar's Fortune and the established local sprinters. Interesting addition of the winter bottom. Could this be the year? That a three-year-old steps up. It's been a long time. It's been over, I think it's 21 years since the last three-year-old won the uh, winter bottom. 21 years, yeah. is yeah. it? Yeah. I, I didn't think so. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this one, Tobe? Uh, my thoughts were that the if this was the best of overpass, the, the price is probably fair. Yeah. But I, I spoke think it's the best to of overpass. The price is probably over, yeah. It should be. But I spoke that's to the, Peyton. He question. said this, we're currently not seeing the best of overpass so um from there i sort of made my market around that fact and just made him a bit longer than what he was at the moment and the the ones that i came up with were i think i think red can man's a massive price 
I think he lobs one one thinking Savard to excel leads. I think Savard to excel is a massive winner at the barrier draw, being the lowest drawn leader. Yeah, it can it can cross the face of the field. But for it sure. is another one that I'm reliably informed isn't at his peak and probably hasn't been at his peak since he left the McAvoy yard a, a couple of years ago. But oh, I still think he's going good enough. You know, sort of 60s, 70s, he probably jumps. That'll get me. And my Bella May was the other one. She was disappointing on face value the other day, but in hindsight, that fence was just no good. Yeah, SP profile out of the uh, out of Colonel Reeves, my Bella May, three twenty versus what nineteen dollars, and Red Cam Man. Uh, he was he started three sixty the other day, and he's currently sixteen dollars. So I can see how they sort of come up as a touch of value there um, from that point of view, Terry. Let's talk about the speed map. What do you, how, how did you how did you work out who leads? Uh, I'm not completely against the idea that Oscars crosses the field. I think it's a, it's a pretty quick horse early, but uh, I, I just haven't seen enough. I tried to go back and watch Overpass and Savatox will replays. I think Savatox were getting on a little bit. They might be able to get across here, but I don't think Holly will want to get in a wild battle. Sometimes being the one that's drawn under three other leaders, you're the first, first one to give up. Yep. You're like, well, hang on, this is going to be silly. If too hot. Yeah, too exactly hot. Right. Yep. So, um, but it'll, it'll, be, yeah, it'll be wild. Uh, we heard Toby ask a question before in the Mastermind. About five of the last six winners have all come from uh, the back, and I look if, if if overpass doesn't turn up, and from what I'm under, from what I'm looking at, it's it's too much of a risk for me to consider taking three dollars about a horse traveling across the country that might not be at its best. You know, I don't, I don't care even if it's better than them. Um, it just it just looks a risk to me. So if it stops, it's going to stop on. I think Savatox was going to stop. Uh, Man Crush, I don't think will do much with him so it looks a race it looks, I, I it just, thought if Man Crush had drawn to lead I would have given him a big chance in this nah, nah. I, no. he's so tough but I don't yeah. think he finds the fence so it doesn't matter it's just, there's five leaders like, I can't see any of them want to give up Man Crush Luke will be wanting to win it with Man Crush but Man Crush's main role will be to make it a mess for Ripcord Sure, that'll be the thought process. He won't say, and that's that won't be his, but it'll just be go hard on Man Crush. I think. Well, and you, you, have to anyway, you have to anyway because he, he just his, runs his yeah, best races against the in fence. In his interviews, he said he's going to he's going to go out and try and find the fence. So. Yeah, he's stretched Amelia's jewel to a nose lead. Yeah, exactly. The fence. He's won a Pinjara three-year-old Magimarians brilliantly against the fence. He's yeah, just a better horse against it. Yeah, exactly right. But uh, yeah, if he finds a fence, that'd be very impressive with all the speed. I think another it. big loser from the barrier draws. Triple missile drawing one. Yeah, well, that's where I was. That's where I was going there. I was just saying, I think, um, I think the leaders are going to stop, and we're going to see a replay of some of the re- recent winter bottoms with something sailing down the outside. So I'd prefer to be drawn eighteen than one. But the problem is, VJ, I haven't got a clue who that horse is going to be. Like, <laughs> I would be putting go forward in your quaddy, which is wild that that's even coming out of my words. Forward, I'd be winter, putting winter bottom, Snow Dome. Scrap the race. <laughs> Snow Dome uh, because I think Chris will ride it with cover in it. It's run mm-hmm. some really nice races, especially as a two-year-old. Had a really nice win sitting deep. Um, winding up into it, I'd be putting Laverod, who will probably jump 200 to one uh, in your quaddy resort. Man's a point of difference runner and would be an easy bet had it the trial impressed me a little bit more. Um, but basically, I think that three wide line will have the winner if something's good enough to go and, past. And if but there's I'm, a scratching, who else goes in the quaddy? Corn cob, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, Jeez. but I just, <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm searching for too much there. So, my plan will probably be to go thin in the prior leg of the quaddy, just the two I mentioned, and, and really look for some value here and, and try and get um, overpass beaten and a few of the, few of the other fancies beaten on on map. But um, I think you'll be keen. 
on Triple Missile Beige. And um, if Oliver can weave a passage, um, it'll be very hard to beat. But um, had it drawn seven, eight, nine, ten, eighteen, mm. I reckon seven bucks would get me all day there. All day of the week, but yeah. Yeah, it's a different kettle of fish from one. Yeah, I mean, I, I backed him. I think he was first up, Flemington. He ran into a pretty good horse called Star Patrol, and he looked like he was just going to go go straight past it. But Star Patrol kicked, and actually the form held up with that horse going on and winning stakes races since then. And I think he just got caught on the wrong part of the straight last start when he ran close up sixth, uh, did triple missile. Uh, so I think the run was better than it looked. But yeah, from one, like there can be. He can't. There can be no stride out of place there. Like he just, everything just has to go right. He is the kind of horse he doesn't. He doesn't necessarily need that momentum. If if as long as he doesn't get held up too bad, he can sprint off a, off a stop pretty well. Yeah, I, and Hot said from two, like that feels a little bit sticky yeah, for him as well. And but at least he he can probably hold the spot outside of triple missile. He can be off the fence. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, but yeah, it's a it's a wild winter bottom. Definitely a wild winter bottom, and and you know. I'll, I'll be cheering my heart out for old Red Can. Winker's on, Paul Harvey going on. Um, Steve's got opted for for the riding change. Um, Got to mix it, things up occasionally. Yeah, you do. Uh, I think I think he's had. I think this is his third crack at a winter bottom. He's been in a railway, so uh, he's probably running out of chances for. Um, for a big payday, so uh, well, le- I suppose leave leave. For- he's already had his big payday. It was the day he was fifteen into two eighty. Who's that? Red Cam Man. Red Cam Man. Yeah, but in terms of a, a big race, I think you just don't want to die wondering, do you? So if you've always if if, if this is the way you want to go down this path, I think I think he's a winner from the map. Uh, he doesn't. The thing with him is right, old Red Candy, and he might be washed, but I don't think he is. I think he's always a better horse when the when the speed on and the and the race is made for him. And Which he I, can, I he, think it will be. And this is this is the setup he gets on Saturday. If he if he has to make the race and sort of it's not really not the best version of Red Can, but if he can tuck in behind them, the speed's on top. He'll be in the finish. Like he was beaten a length and a half in the clock. He's one one on the back of Overpass. Yeah. And overpass, that was a similar setup to Overpass had the fence in the quokka. But if mm. he's 1-1 one, one on the back of Overpass breezing, Overpass shouldn't stop even if he's not at his peak. So it should give him a card into the race. To, mm. And he'll be a bit of a sitting duck, but he's tough. He'll, he's tough. He's tough. And if, if Steve's, Steve's got him cherry for Saturday, he'll, he'll run his heart out. But, yeah, I found it really – I thought – I thought Terry, when you, what you said about Resort Man, I thought like he wasn't far away in a quokka. I just didn't or, like his trials. His trials I've loved his trials. The trials last have been ugly, yeah. didn't like them this prep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Brad Willer is coming across to ride Resort Man, but it just feels like a very like anything can happen, which why which is why I'm sort of thinking like, it, and it's it just might be a year where the three-year-olds just happen to slide into a winter bottom where they're suited. So... Um, the because um, I, I it's impossible for me to correlate them between how good is that compared to that form. But yeah, I looked at the figures and I'm not a big figure looker as you know, and um, they're just it's just nowhere near it. Yeah, the figures which was uh, I found that to be quite telling. So I mean, I'll I'll have to have a mental health on Oscar's fortune. Yeah, I think, which is understandable. But what, what um, yeah, but uh, I. Yeah, fascinating. I wouldn't talk you out of a three-year-old. I wouldn't talk you out of overpass at that price just because the rest of them are so even. I wouldn't talk you out of triple missile with Oliver making the right run. I think BJ got it bang on in regards to if uh, there is one misstride or you got one bum just for one second. I don't think you can then pick up at Ascot and win from where it's probably going to be from barrier one. But, um, 
Yeah, rogue result, Beach. Yeah, feels, it feels rogue. It feels, like, wild, it feels yeah. like that horse that's in that part of the three wide line that's making that run at that time is going to be the winner. And that underneath just, yeah, Austin Galati at the nine hundred, bit of bad luck for a couple of other runners, and something could sail yeah. home at cricket score. Yeah, so I, I won't be on cricket score odds. <laughs> I don't score 900 at the cricket. Uh, but the what I will say also about the um, about the three rods and the figures they haven't posted yet. Sometimes, sometimes it just happens where because they, they, just, yeah, they, they haven't just, been exposed to that yet, yep. and, and you just have to pick which ones will handle and, and which ones won't. And off spring what? three rods, spring three rods can all of a sudden they could be here, and then they can just be they can just go to another level, and you and that they're going to have to on Saturday. But I think those two are capable of. I just. Oscars from the draw just looks yucky. For Doesn't me. look like he's going to get yeah. into a winnable spot. Ripcord, Ripcord on the other hand, and, and the yeah. way Oscars is LK a good speaks of he's a real good Oscars. Horse. Like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I, I marked it without Pike, looking at the data. I'd Pike Oscars get, equal favourite. If Pike gets his one down, because I, I had no idea. Yeah. I mate, listen to what Pikey said. He said he's going to ride it in the same manner. What? So, oh, yeah. okay. I thought, well, that's what he said. He said, I don't, I don't think we need I to change much. He's so. got the speed to be. Well, you can be in the breeze. You can, if you, don't if you don't have the speed, you can you can be 1 1 potentially on man crush. Does the horse settle behind it? I don't know. Maybe not. Like, that's why I'm not. I think you could end up in three wide line if you yeah, don't. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be. The race, it just screams to me with all this speed and not many even wanting to hand up. It just screams to me something down the center of the track. Yeah. Yeah, so if you can pinpoint that, punters, yeah. you're, doing, you're I, doing a very good job. Yeah, Resort Vanderf had a good trial, but yeah, I reckon forced into a selection, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Go Forward. <laughs> I, I did not I see that. I can't have that Go is, Forward winning a winter bottom. He's only won grade No, I'm 60s. fully aware. That that is I know, he runs the same race he does in listed races as in those. Uh, I'm fully aware. Oh, I just can't. I, I couldn't have I it. I can hear myself, don't worry. I'm wow. fully aware. I'm, I'm just, yeah. Uh, cheering my complete guts out for Red Cam Man, but for a tip, I, I'm sticking with Triple Missile. Toby? Uh, overs for me are, are Red Can, My Bella May, and, and uh, Savage to Excel. But if Corn Cobb gets a start, he will get some of mine at Beyond Cricket Score Odds. Crazy stuff. All right. If, if, corn, if he likes Corn Cobb there, he's got to be keen in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy stuff. All right. What time is it, Terry? Uh, what time is it, Toby? It's time for the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes, S-T-A-K-S. That was a poor effort. That was a very poor effort. Oh, yeah. I got a bit lost. Yeah. Did you actually try then? Uh, well. <laughs> Did you miss the E? You missed the E. Yeah, no. S-T-E-A-K-S. Yeah, I said no, we're gonna have to check the tape. We're gonna have to check the tape. I'm very confident. Producer Jen, just rewind the tape. Yeah. And uh, but no, it is the get out stakes. S T A S T E A K S time. Uh, extremely popular Twitter-based competition brought to you by Market City Meats, largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located out at Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, captain coach out there at Market City Meats. Red carpet treatment every time you go out there. Group one, gourmet goodness from the best in the business. That's Market City Meats. Now, to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, race 10 at Ascot. Uh, send us a tweet at the 1-1 pod. Let us know who you think will win. And uh, decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And never, ever forget the Sam White rule. Toby? First in, best dressed, unless... You're wearing Terry's cardigan. Mm. 
Have I got my cardigan back yet? Yeah, no, you got it last time. Oh, that's that right, was the only yeah. reason I got on the pod the that's first right. time. Yeah, that's it right. was just a ploy. Just a ploy. Right. I looked you, good. I looked good in it. Do you remember running into Sam White on Saturday night? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we ran into we ran in, ran into the man himself at the Leadville Hotel. At the Leadville Hotel, we did too. Yeah, uh, and he was very happy with himself. I think he bustler. He saluted. Oh, I can't remember the conversations yeah. we had. I was yeah. running into him. Yeah, we bumped into Sammy and his crew, and he was uh, counting his cash after bus lot is took this, out. Is the this the part hotel. of the podcast where I where I tell my get out stakes horror story or? Oh, uh, those, which was that media baron, the mighty media baron, mm-hmm. who I did not back. That's at right, and you won it, and you won the uh, well, stakes, didn't you? Yes. Jeez. That's right. You won the last stakes yeah, before yeah. our uh, just wanted to go. Yes. Just wanted to go in with a roughie as I as I like to do, and I thought the only one I could give a chance to was was the old Baron, and and I didn't back him. Media Baron, you got a hundred. You got a hundred dollars. Me, me and Jackpot. Scott, me and yeah, Scott McCormack better. were both yeah, gonna um, put him in the go put entries in with him, and Scott didn't, and Scott backed it, and I. Got Didn't the back it, but got the got the got so the Scott stakes. got the cash. You got, yeah, you the, got the you got the consolation yeah, prize. You got the accolades. Yeah. No, you got the first prize, mate. Hundred dollars worth of uh, the good stuff. I'd rather, I'd rather have backed him. I'll now, tell you that much. Someone else who got a hundred dollars uh, to Market City Meets was last week's winner, Brett Ersig. Now, Brett, he was the only person to nominate "Play That Funky Music" as a Get Out Stakes uh, winner last week. Is there a boo button on that? That was a. No, I want to. I want to boo. Boo for for Terence and myself after Celebrity Prince. What happened? We lost. Yeah, we didn't win. All oh, right. Yeah, that was it. Um, so Brett Ersig, congratulations. He uh, got a hundred dollars uh, worth of meat that Market City Meats. Thanks to play that funky music. Uh, Brett has won before multiple times I'm pretty sure so good stuff mate make sure you get out there and uh, and pick up your collect okay race 10 on a long long winter bottom stakes day is Alexis of Perth handicap rating 78 plus 1200 metres Terry take us out uh, pretty happy to take on the well-backed favourite here. I, I was pretty confident the money had come for Bit of Merit and, and Upper Limits, and uh, Bit of Merit's been a little bit easy, but uh, Upper Limits is sort of fives into 320 or so. Um, yeah, it's just just never easy as a younger horse came back as a four-year-old over the 1,200, which might be a little bit short of its best, going straight to 78 plus. That's a real that's a real, real query. So I'm um, happy for it to beat me, and I won't lose any sleep. But the one that's getting out to an each-way price, and after its last win, I actually said to you, I don't think I'll back it again. It can't be done. Uh, we've mentioned before that Pete's flying. Luke mm. Campbell's riding well for him. Um, it maps 1-1 probably on the back of Street Parade with Sokoff leading. Uh, it's just going to be in the right place to run you a race. And and the rest of them are going to have to run it down. So uh, it can't be done each way. A few other ones probably a little bit over my prices are, are horses like Saloon Barham. I'm equal favourite with can't be done. Probably needs to creep out a little bit more, I'd save on it. Uh, and I think Creator will run a far better race, BJ. I think with Clint going on up to 1,200, it's worth a couple of cents as well, or at least going in your quaddy. We should be playing plenty after... Uh, Go forward, just one last. Uh, what wow. did Upper Limits open with uh, Bradley? Maybe five. Yep. Maybe, I haven't got it in front of me, sorry. Maybe five, but I, I would have – I'm $12, so I, I was really – I'm really happy to take this type of horse on in a 78 plus. I think, um, yeah, if it wins and me – The trolls are only so-so for a 12. They were reasonable. They were, they they were reasonable, but – 
it's nice yeah. horse. If but it, if it wins, twelve hundred first too up, good. just but feels see, like twelve hundred first up last prep. What did he? It ran he second or third behind Arad. Arad yeah. hasn't gone beating Rear Admiral. Yeah, yeah, Rear Admiral's not yeah, as good as anyone thought either. So this is a seventy-eight plus. Like this is a proper horse race now. It's taking on a horse. The second favourite's coming out of the Colonel Reeves. Saloomba was stiff last week. Can't be done. One a seventy-eight plus and doesn't go up in weight at its last outing. So it's a proper horse race now. Bit of merit, yeah. So yeah, I'm. Respecting the money though, because uh, if that's yeah, respecting the money for a horse on the rise, but uh, it's just well under my price. Go. I found there's another sort of tricky race, but there were two that came up well over my my prices, but Titan Blinders and Corn Cob. I think Titan Blinders is flying and been flying in much harder races. Twelve hundred, perhaps not his best trip, but I think he just lobs close. He can carry weight. Back in grade, shouldn't be too far away from. Think he can hold up leaders back. He's never far away, is he? No. no. Mm. And and of course, after my ramblings about Corncob, who I hope doesn't get a start in this race, much like JD doesn't start earlier in the program. I think he's a massive price in a race like this. His his trial was he was unextended and didn't run any time. But the two horses behind him were under a bit of pressure to even try and keep up and ran placings in in the maiden yesterday at big prices. Um, I think he lobs close and he, he gets uh, Austin Galati. So. Hey, she's a really good trainer. She's grabbing some battlers from town or horses that maybe aren't battlers, just got hidden ability and um, they just perform for her. She's a really, really, really good trainer. So, um, yeah, Corn Cobb will definitely be going in my quaddy. And if it drifts because of the, the jockey and because of the trainer, which these type of horses can do, it might even get some of them. Might be, might be a bit of madness. Yeah, right? oh, 100 oh, In madness. whichever race it starts. Yeah, well, it'll be, it, it'll be insaneness in the previous race. <laughs> It yeah, would be, it would be. What do you think the th- thought processes of a corn cob accepting first up in a Why winter not? bottom? Why not? I love that shit. Hey. I'm all for it. Dead a dream. Dead I think BJ, this is triple missile's second favorite. It left as a rating source. When I, think run, like, I think he runs. I think he runs prize money. I think he runs tenth. Man crushes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it'll pass horses. I think it'll get past horses and finish in the. The twenty seven thousand dollar prize. Look, I don't mind the corn cob itself, but the fact that it's there's been no prep, like it's not, it's no winter bottom prep. It's yeah, just bang. Julia Mart behind the scenes. Just bang. She's been working. I've been going to was track work. Double <laughs> double I double haven't missed a double I leave at two in the morning. Get there yeah, for track work. Right. That's <laughs> nah, going super. Uh, I don't treble. think you'd arrive in time for track work if you only left at two. I was going to say, yeah, she's she had a treble yesterday. Yeah, was that awesome? Man, the last. What was the safe hustle? They're the two I can remember. I just know as Spirit Man crossed the line, he said that's a training treble for Julia Martin. Gold profit actually, which I actually back minus looks thirties to tens. Watch that replay if you want to see something sickening. Watch it, honestly. You are kidding. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, same could be said, I suppose, for uh, nice segue to for Saloon Bar last Saturday. Just yeah. never was was just about to, to attack and got held up behind a, uh, a weakening Capricorn man. And uh, Jared just had to sort of take his medicine and roll to the line, uh, drawn out. With, and I just wonder how far back he's going to get. But look for out for Saloon Bar steaming home. If there's money for a couple of others here, he could get a little bit wobbly. If he's like uh, seven, eight dollars, maybe exchange that'll get me. I think Saloon Bar in the last. So I, I really like him as a horse, as I said multiple times now. And if the race shapes out for him, it's the right setup. He'll be strongest late. Yeah, don't worry about the fact he's a few points under his um, handicap because he would have would have uh, picked those points up. I think with normal luck in the past. So uh, yeah, very hard to beat. Nice race shape for him, I think. Okay, all right. Let's take a break, and when we come back, it'll be our best, our Maddies, and our Lays for Winterbottom Stakes Day. 
Right, we're back with our best betting propositions for Ascot Saturday. Our guest, Toby Dunn. Tobias, what's your best betting proposition? Duchess of Gossip. For me? Jungle Dawn Classic, Duchess of Gossip. William Pike. Yeah, well, I was going to go Duchess, but it's... Go for all in it. It's got to be go for it. We'll go a bit, yeah, we'll go a bit more <laughs> ambitious. Uh, race six, uh, all my money each way, I think, is the best overlay current prices for me, but I think it'll probably start even longer. Very good. Uh, if you want best overlay, I'll say investment strategy. Very good. All right, I'll take you on there, Tobes. My best be- best betting proposition in the same race as investment strategy is number seven, generosity. Currently $8. Uh, that's my... Best player, that's a generous price. Yeah, especially if, if the if the pattern is suiting. Look out, I reckon. Mm. I think it will be too. Madness, Toby, Corn Cob. It just has to be, in regardless either, either of race. regardless of what race he's in. Well, actually, you know what? If he gets into the winter bottom, it's insaneness, as Terry said earlier. But yeah, <laughs> if he's in the last, it's, it's just madness. Yeah, if it gets in the winter bottom, it's sort of Greylands territory, isn't it? And yeah. if if it, it SPs nine hundreds and wins, you'll you may see something. I don't know what you'll see, but you'll see something. Will we like it? It doesn't sound like it. I can't help you with either. It doesn't sound like it. Do you like free drinks? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be plenty of those. Austin Galati, group one winner. Austin Galati will get a it's kiss on a, the lips. It's got a ring to it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Group one. Uh, what's it? your Maddie? Uh, my Maddie is in the Mare's Race, the Jungle Dawn Classic. I was supposed to mention her in the preview but again if they're running on I think Goddess of Giving at uh, currently $23 with Lulu Gianni just giving everyone a Could you say she's been underrated by the market? Yeah absolutely um, Cruelly I think at times criminally even underrated but yeah Lulu Gianni Jason Whiting Goddess of Giving Big Odds Post Race Spray all about it Daring. Yep. You know what wasn't underrated is his ability to train winners off the 400 meter jump outs because Twigger was very well supported on. on Twigger, Sunday. yes, yeah. absolutely. It's thin old maiden though, wasn't it? Um, what horse were written down? Oh, race seven, Brave Spirit. Could have made that my best as well, actually. They were the two that are my biggest overlay. So, I was, yeah, it's $20 across the board. 23 with one. Brave, brave Strike? Brave Strike. Yeah, there we go. I've just written the word brave down. <laughs> and I was, that's why I was pausing. You I just forgotten just, it's. Uh, just right. You had. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, yeah, Brave Strike. Um, big price. Lay. Be bold. Uh, be bold. Oh, it's not overly bold because we've already discussed that it just doesn't look well, sort of a bit upper limits. In the last? In the last. Get out. That's be the same for me, upper limits, I think, yeah. Um, oh, you, if you want me to be bold, I'll say upper limits the place. There you go. I'll be, <laughs> yeah. I'll be really bold. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm attacking. Overpass in the big one is my lane. Mm. Yeah, I'm off him. Wins by three. I'm not game to do <laughs> that. I, 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 want, I think I wanted to do that with you, but I just wasn't game on the fact that uh, just knowing his best. Oh, his best is pretty good. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, if overpass wins, I, I don't think I will be, so... We're done. We're done. We got there. We got through. Not the, too bad, actually. Yeah, Time no, was. We got through bad. the. We got through. Uh, we got through all ten. We got to see Chrissy Parnham knock off uh, Ian Butchie O'Connor, which is lucky because Butchie wouldn't be able to use his own voucher, which cause issues. With <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Toby. You're going to be out here for the remaining three days of the Pinnacles. Oh, absolutely. I, I wouldn't miss it for, for anything. Yeah, and thanks. I, I may not be in the in the longs this week. I won't have a horse running, but don't worry. Next week I'll be I'll be 
back wearing the pants. On Northerly Day? Yeah. Oh, who we got going around? Ruling Dame. 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 A ruling Dame. Any group one runners? Oh, that's me. Sorry, I forgot. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Where are we? Where's the trumpet? Where's trumpet? There we go. Ring, ring. If you get a start, though. I was going to say, yeah. You may not get a start. No, we're about 94 Raiders, so we... We may not. We might be ahead of the three-year-olds. Oh, a lot of good men. Well, you know what they should make the scale? They should make it a ballot exam to race. Yeah, 100% they should for a Melbourne Cup. BJ, uh, <laughs> a pleasure as always. Thank you very much to our producer, Jen, who goes through all of this and cuts it up and makes it listenable uh, for all you tens of people out there and um, thoroughly looking forward to uh, to Winterbottom Weekend, but I'm really excited about Northerly Weekend already. So tune in next weekend. Until next week on the 1-1. Thank you.